This is On Brand, a podcast where we discuss the ideas and antics of one Russell Brand. I'm Al Worth, and each week I go through an episode of Brand's show with my co-host Lauren B. Hi, I don't know anything about Russell Brand, but I guess I'm going to find out today, as the text yes, messages have already warned me. <laughs> yeah, you're going to hate every waking second of this show. Um <laughs> In any case, Lauren, what's your uh, what's your bright spot this oh, week? Oh no! Oh god! Uh, we just got done listing all the frustrating things that. <laughs> yeah, this is true. We just had a bitching <laughs> session. Now let's let's focus on uh, the positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I will say, um, so a lot of the weather around, um, you know, kind of around the country has been pretty bad, um, mm -hmm. and apparently, well, and actually, even in Chicago, we've been getting a lot of rain which is a real bummer for um especially homeowners having mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. basement flooding and all that stuff but i guess it's an update on the on the dim bright spot that the garden <laughs> is kicking ass and taking names Actually, ah. here let me uh, grab it for for viewers i'm going to show oh. off all this sage that i just like had to get it because wow. it was just overtaking and it's it's so very green yeah very yeah green. my big uh green like i have a garden sage the leaves are huge smells nice. amazing and i actually we didn't get any tomatoes we didn't get any ripe tomatoes last year at all which is the first time that has mm. ever happened as i know it in the midwest and it's a mm -hmm. little different up here but in st louis um i'd have like friends call me and be like i can't eat any more of these cherry tomatoes come over <laughs> bring a box you know and like usually it's like a weed that you can't stop and this yeah, last yeah, yeah. year it wasn't like that and that was kind of weird it was weird for yeah. a lot of, my friends who love country had uh gardening issues that were like strange mm, okay. um right upsetting mm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. this year's better which is Okay. It's just nice. And a lot of times lately I've been like, I'm too tired or too busy. I don't want to go water plants in a weed. And then I look up and I'm like, oh, it's raining. Nice. Never mind. Oh, don't have to. <laughs> What's your bright spot? Oh, do you know? It's, 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 <laughs> it's tougher. It's tougher than it seems. No, it's 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 more that I've I've honestly still not been doing anything else. So so my bright spot is finishing the the work on this fucking episode that we're yeah. about to do to be perfectly honest it, it it's a sad one but but it means that tomorrow i can chill out a little bit more maybe remember that i have an xbox that'd be nice um you know <laughs> and, and just do something else for the first time in a little while um because nice. yeah this this has been a lot i don't think it's gonna be you know aggressively long or anything but it's just been a lot um but yeah i'm, I'm glad that that's done um or will be done um anyway uh yeah so that that's me uh now we we have a show to deal with um but first we should thank some of our new patrons we have lots of new patrons this week actually which is very exciting Sick. um i'm i'm gonna take a calculated pessimistic risk and split them into two actually as i don't i'm not sure there'll be as many in the next seven days you know so it'll kind of even out that that's the pessimistic part um uh, so yeah, some of you will get your shout out next week, but hang in there, um, and and I promise we will we will get to you. Nice. Um, in the meantime, uh, Pete Tetradude, you are now an awakening wonder. You are indeed an awakening wonder. Thank you, Pete. Thank you very thank much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Doctor Bill, you are now an awakening wonder. 
You are indeed an awakening wonder. Dr. Bill, thank you. Thank oh, you. no, thank you. Infinitely superior to Dr. Phil, no doubt. <laughs> I um, was going Mr. Bill. Okay, oh, no. okay. <laughs> uh, Lee Howarth, you are now an awakening wonder. You are indeed an awakening wonder. Thank you, Lee. Thank you so much. Uh, Chris Klopfenstein, you are now an awakening wonder. You are indeed an awakening wonder. Thank, Thank you. you, Chris. What a fun last name. It's great. Stein or Steen. I'm, I'm never sure. I'm never sure wh which direction the pronunciation goes, and I don't know the difference. Um, <laughs> Michael Roach, you are now an awakening wonder. You are indeed an awakening wonder. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. And George Kovats, you are now an awakening wonder. You are indeed an awakening wonder. Thank you, George. Thanks, George. Uh, and now to reveal the name of our elevated tier, as we have finally decided, <laughs> and I have the drop for it ready to go. Uh, yes! Yes, we, we've got a few in the backlog, but I'll do one a week in chronological order. So first up, we have Benjamin, as heard on the Super Weird podcast, you are now the invisible hand. <laughs> Let me tell you that we love you. There is a sort of an invisible hand guiding <laughs> these events. You are fundamentally beautiful, not others, you. I believe you are fundamentally beautiful. I'm right wing. Now get me some shit fuck ice cream, you pig dick. You big sexy despot baby. <laughs> I'm right wing. I only suggest how to think and how to vote. <laughs> Another big subject over here with us right wing fascists. How do you feel about past mm. you at this point? I don't even recognise that <laughs> idiot anymore. I'm right wing. Oh God, I just had a poo and a bit of my bum fell out. God, it's propaganda. Did you guess it? Did you guess it? I'm right wing. Hey, thank you very much, Benjamin. Oh dear. <sighs> I've been thinking about, I know that we've even had a whole episode in between it, but I've been thinking about Russell burping in Rain Wilson's face so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I was I was this close to putting in into this drop, you know, him eating yeah, his cum yeah. all day, um, but I, I but I was just like, no, I don't want to have to think about that every week. Yeah, and it's not like it's yeah, there's it's it's not quite worth you know yeah the the it doesn't have the punch really yeah. he kind of what like he meanders um but I just I man I hope that. <sighs> I hope Rain Wilson was at least annoyed. <laughs> and like, I'm not going to go talk to I that think, guy I again. I think he was I at least so. a little bit. I, I, I think so. Um, and if he yeah, ever knows, yeah. we're on his side. And we don't ever have to name names. If you want to bitch about it, we'll reenact <laughs> in a way that will protect all parties involved. Mm. But it would just be, just be nice. Or maybe just, hey, Rain, homie, nice to know that um, we saw what he did. And we don't like it either. Yeah, we we uh, <laughs> we we witnessed it. We witnessed it. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I enjoyed putting that drop together. Find finding the uh, the video of him 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 uh, saying, "Oh, if this is this, then I'm right wing." Uh, yeah. Was a blessing. Um, I I very much enjoyed that because I've got. I've got about 10 different clips of him saying, I'm right wing. <laughs> which, which I was like, yes, that's and going I think we'll there. have more. I think we'll get more before our time is through. Yep. Yep. No kidding. <sighs> no kidding. Yep. 
If anyone wants to support us and what we do, become an Awakening Wonder, join the Invisible Hand, it sounds like a cult, <laughs> or donate on an elevated tier, head to patreon.com slash onbrand and you will have our eternal gratitude. Uh, as a patron, you will also get a shout-out on the show and access to our patron-only show, Off Brand, where we talk about pretty much anything but Russell Brand. Um, and please note that while you can easily listen to our audio version anywhere you can find podcasts, you can also watch us on YouTube, or if you listen in the Spotify app, the video should come up there too. Ha! Huh, now, uh, yeah, like, comment, subscribe, all engage, all that stuff. Yeah, matters. yeah. Tell, tell your friends, tell your mom. You know, whoever, yeah. whoever might listen to it, that'd be awesome. Um, yeah. So let's get into our first clip. Uh, it's what you've all been waiting for. Um, the thing that literally no one has wanted to cover except Lauren, but we all knew we'd have to deal with it eventually. And one to two is doing a lot of work in that sentence. Listen, uh, it's let's. <laughs> Let's I wasn't let looking brand... forward to it or anything. You asked for it, so yeah, here it is. Uh, let's let let's let Brand introduce the guest. <laughs> Hello there, but... you awakening wonders. Thanks for joining me for a very special show. I'm being joined by presidential candidate, renowned environmental advocate and lawyer, founder of the Waterkeeper Alliance and Children's Health Defense, and you know, as I've already said, 2024 Democratic presidential candidate running on some interesting ideas. Listen to this before we meet Robert Kennedy. Listen to this. Bring the troops home, spend money on US infrastructure, heal the cultural divide rather than using the cultural war to polarize the country, dismantle surveillance, pardon Assange and Snowden, investigate and maybe even disband the CIA. And I guess we're going to have a pretty intensive reckoning over events of the last couple of years. I'm, of course, being joined by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Thanks for joining us, sir. Oh dear. Um, here we fucking go. So this is the one I've been working on for a couple of weeks, and it's taken me this long for several reasons. Uh, first, I just haven't wanted to deal with it. Um, normally when I'm cutting clips and researching for these episodes, even if it's a slog, there's an underlying feeling of excitement to be able to finally present it to you and the audience, right? In this case, zero fucking excitement. Every time I had to sit down, it was like the choriest chore that ever chored. Um, secondly, I, I got into my own head a little bit in wanting to have a really decisive takedown of this guy because he's such a nightmare and because Brand loves him so much. Um, eventually I realized that our real job here is, is dealing with the things he says on this show and Brand's response. Um, there are plenty of excellent general takedowns elsewhere if anyone needs them. There was a great one in The Guardian just the other day. Uh, whereas we today are going to be getting a bit more into the weeds of the things that RFK Jr. says. There is also a factor of only wanting to cover this guy once. Uh, this is probably the most obvious take of all time, but giving this man coverage only serves to enhance his credibility by virtue of simply being talked about, which is very much what happened with Trump in 2016. Uh, the media has a habit of biting whenever someone says crazy shit and stands by it, and that's exactly what's been happening with RFK Jr., in spite of him obviously being a dishonest actor and having barely any chance of ever becoming president. Um, accordingly, we are doing this exactly once, and even if the fucker comes back on the show, I will be refusing to cover it. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, two things. Mm -hmm. One small thing, one big thing. Mm -hmm. I will say that... I have not been as insistent. I guess I haven't been as concerned with covering him mm. in the last like couple of weeks because I have seen a ton 
of coverage. I do agree that just media coverage because someone says something crazy, bad. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't agree necessarily that our coverage will be add or adding to that because if someone's going to actually sit down and listen to a debunk of any kind, they're probably a little more like measured in their reactions and they're going to consider what yeah. you have to say way more than just, you know, I guess like Kennedy man bad. Um, yeah, no, and, and you know we're we're not going to be as you know clickbaity or whatever else for sure. You know we we we're, we're not here to to garner that kind of. Um, attention but in in general it kind of it only gives him credence you know it it, uh, it it supports the idea that he's worth talking about um and i get and, that i get that I you get know that. It, it's yeah it's 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 a fine line to walk because on on the one hand you need to address the shit that he says at least to a certain point um especially when you know he he has a fair amount of popularity and fame is the other fucking problem yeah um, well right and i would like to just the reason i've been so insistent i do want to explain myself and i've told you this already but i want to just have it like i'm not predicting anything i'm committing what i what the the pit in my stomach that i've had for a long time i'm going to mitigate to the permanence of the internet for my own peace of mind and maybe some of you have felt the same way that's kind of it so in 2008 I was 24, Obama had won, and my friend Bill, like the next day, one of the smartest people I know, and there, you know, there are people in your life that like are just such a gift um, to have intellectually Mm -hmm. around, like just kind of people that aren't know-it-alls, they just, you know that you can go to them because they know stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is a person who's known stuff and has been reliably like a, a source um, for a long time, the day after uh, Obama was elected, we were we we're all like really excited because it. We thought not that it solved racism, but it was just a nice <laughs> moment, yeah, right. like of stepping right, <laughs> of like moving forward. Mm. And Bill's like, "Okay, this was great, but America is going to react." more violently and uglier than you could possibly imagine. Whatever mm. the response is to this is worse than, than what you could think of right now. And like basically like the rubber band is being pulled one way and it's going to snap back, be prepared. And guess what? Trump. That's exact. And it was, yep. we're not magic. This is not magic. It's just, no. there's a smart person who's paying attention to patterns. And we learned that representation representation does matter and leadership is optics to some degree. Consequences are real for what our leadership says and does and like telegraphs to the world. So other smart, cautious people observed Trump is bad, but a savvy, capable Trump is much worse. Mm-hmm. And we will get bi- blindsided, <clears throat> but it is coming. I think just because he's on the Democrat, quote unquote, Democrat side, I think that RFK Jr. is this person, and even if he never makes makes it as far as Trump did, then mm. he could still he's still pushing that Overton window because ninety percent of the work is already done with name recognition alone, and you hear him constantly saying mm-hmm. "my daddy, my uncle," which is his right. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll be getting into that, but um, it's and, uh, also deliberate, and you know, oh, it's for deliberate. sure, for sure, and, right. and I, I promise you, we we are going to be covering that. But I, I'm curious to see 
whether any of today's clips uh, will change your perspective slightly, actually, because I, I wouldn't pin him as as Trump like um, in in that respect. But well, I don't. Hmm, I, I think we'll, that we'll what see. I'm saying as uh, Trump like, uh, not, yeah, 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 is yeah, yeah. A I, I, general like yeah, a, more, more like a competent, in, yeah, yeah, like competent. Um, <sighs> not even necessarily competent. I don't even know that competent. I think it's just like they're um, more effective mm. and a, a, an effective disruption. Mm-hmm. And I think that even just his last name, like mm-hmm. branding of Kennedy's time in office is referred to like spiritually, socially in the zeitgeist as Camelot. I yeah. don't you can't pay for that kind of fucking branding and that scares me and what what I'm reacting to is when Trump started gaining momentum I could not believe it and like in a way mm. that like I couldn't register it as a reality not that it wasn't it's just like it was so unbelievable mm-hmm. like it's it was just so outlandish and I was told that I was told Eight ways from Sunday. Oh, poo poo. This is impossible. There's no way he's going to be present, which like, that's how I felt in my, in my guts on my inside. Oh, yeah, we, no we, all did. Way. We, we all did. We, it was, it was too right. outlandish a concept. So I'm hedging my bets and at least worrying about it. Uh, I'd rather overreact now. And I, be wrong. I feel I like so much that that's true because I'm not getting caught in that, like, feeling again and I, f- I feel like that has been a, a lot of people's take uh, a lot of people have felt the same way i've heard as both you. Um, i've heard both nah. i've um, heard a, uh, a healthy mix of it's like this is this i've heard a healthy mix of this guy is a problem and that it's impossible and i've heard the I, impossible I line like before and i just i want to be i want to be wrong i want to be wrong so there, bad. right so so the the big problem that he has is that he's a moron who is running as a democrat when there is nothing democratic about the fucking guy and i mean oh, yeah. that in every in every sense oh yeah oh um, yeah but also you know so he's he's a dino right democrat in name only that yeah. that that's that's his thing and i mean if 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 the Democrats were, were having a primary, if it, you know, if there wasn't a sitting Democratic president, then then I'd be worried. Um, yeah. But as it is, unless Joe Biden and Kamala Harris die, then then I, th- I think we're all good in in terms of that respect. What I am suspecting might happen um, is a potential Trump RFK ticket. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. which, uh-huh. which, uh, because then they can say, oh no, we're, we're, we're a split ticket. We're unifying the country, yep. right? We're, we're gonna, you know, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna heal the great divide because mm-hmm. we're a Republican and a Democrat together. Um, and yeah. Which and, we and... know that it doesn't have to be true <laughs> to be, well, we, to be, a, to be effective branding. And I didn't uh... like whenever Trump was running, I wasn't thinking that our country was so great that there's no way we could elect him. I'm going to be real frank um, because this is absolutely how I felt at the time. Mm. Um, And I said this, uh, well, I'm getting ahead of myself at the time. I said to my friends, anyone who we would talk about it, like, well, 
We live in the country that shot George Wallace, and that guy sounds like George Wallace. I cannot believe that I live in a country that would even put up with that kind of rhetoric out of that person. I'm mm. not relying on the best of people. I was relying, hoping for the worst of people, because <laughs> a little bit better aim, and that would have worked out great. And I'm not like, listen, violence is not cool, and it's not the answer, but that was a choice someone already made, and this is the country we live in. This I, is true. Overestimated, if anything. I'm just shocked that someone could say those things and be that way with so little pushback and so few ramifications. Because in a time where our country, there was a lot more ugly shit happening, mm. and it was really bad. And at least somebody tried. <laughs> somebody tried their plan. And yeah, I, I, was, mean. I, I, I just, I was so shocked that like, George Wallace is a real bugbear for me because that's one of those things we don't learn about in school. Mm. We, you know, like we, unless you have a reason, because whenever I would say that thing to my friends, like, well, I live in the country that shot George Wallace, there's something. And they're like, who's George Wallace? And I was like, oh no. Well, uh, mm -hmm. okay. I didn't realize I had to start where I had to start in this conversation because, um, that's one of the, that person that human being is obviously represents a lot of views, but that person being allowed to get as much power and maintain as much power as they did is mm -hmm. something is shameful is like, is a, is, is a blight on our country. And even the PBS documentary about him that they made in the nineties was like, had a whole apologetic section that just made me scream in my house and throw stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like there's this whole like you know and i mean it was kind of out of the window after trump but like people are still all trying to get along and do some kumbaya and i can't i i can't believe it um but yeah even the worst in people didn't really hold up on that way it's, it's just all bets are off and i'm i do not like how mm. i felt and how we all felt getting blindsided i would like it to yep. not happen again I, I oh my god i want so hard more than anything i want to be wrong i want to be wrong no i i i, I agree um i will say people do keep shooting kennedys in the head so you know mm. um but, see you bring my hopes but, back up again there's a, <laughs> there's a there's a pattern <laughs> there's a pattern i'm i'm not going to advocate for it um I, and to be honest you know if if rfk got shot then he'd be such a martyr he he already acts like a martyr and and can yeah. you imagine in in injury or death god almighty i wouldn't and his be able life to it was really fucked up like i feel terrible I for the man cope. like yeah the 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 person what the person has gone through i'm not i mean i feel like if you have acknowledged that amount of trauma and you want to be president i question that like, yeah there is that i don't <laughs> so know I, do, you've been yeah. through so yeah. much and it's reasonable that you should mm. feel pretty messed up about it but maybe this I, isn't the job for you i don't think you're gonna feel the same amount of sympathy by the end of this episode um <laughs> Well, I feel that's feeling. the thing is when, like when <laughs> no, his even, early life even, is described is when you feel about the sympathy. This stuff. And even then, about this stuff, sure, I don't sure, think sure, you're sure, gonna feel sure. the sympathy, honestly. Right. Well, um, the little kid, like the little kid experience, like that's awful. Like just what he went through before he like turned eighteen is like 
terrible. But everything yeah. I I question I don't whether I don't disagree. I just having, I having worked on this for a while, I'm not sure I even have sympathy for him before he was 18 <laughs> to be honest. I, I honestly, honestly the way the way he talks about himself um, at that age, it is really I'm, outrageous. I'm, I'm, you're right. Well, yeah, and um, you're right. And I'm also <clears> hearing it from people that are sympathetic. Like, it's probably the sympathy, like the humanity and the sympathy of the person telling the story or writing the story that is speaking to me more so than him. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm being yeah. critical, there's, there's, there's going to be a lot more of response. there's going to be a lot more of him speaking to you, and I don't think you're going to like it. No, um, no. So we're, we're going to skip the trailer here because it's just RFK saying platitudes over dramatic music and we'll get right into the middle of the interview. I say middle because the opening question from Brand was about Kennedy's family members being assassinated and I shit you not, RFK Jr. went into a full 15-minute uninterrupted story detailing John F. Kennedy's assassination. And of course, he used everyone's first names where possible, only referred to JFK as, as his uncle and did all he could throw out to assert his position as part of the political royalty of the United States. Uh, the idea generally is that Kennedys are worth listening to. They're sensible political figures who for the most part stand up for what's right. And then we have this fucking lunatic. A racist, anti-Semitic, equal opportunities conspiracy theorist who shouts anti-vax theories from the rooftops, and I swear it doesn't live on the same plane of reality as the rest of us. And also, um, uh, we have a country that was trying to get away from hereditary monarchy what the fuck are we doing what um, the actual holy fuck are we doing i would say not very well is what you're doing um yeah. so this this next yeah. clip is the opening question from brand in uh, true rambling style wow bobby how can you say though that it's beyond reasonable doubt that it was the CIA just because of his because he sacked some high ups because he was gonna dismantle it or at least he had an intention to because he was at odds with the military industrial complex and if that is true uh, do you suspect that in other high profile assassinations there was a comparable structure behind it including obviously the assassination of your father and also that if that this is you know sort of 70 years ago or whatever how uh, how entrenched are those 50 how how entrenched are those deep state interests now with the with the uh, war the with the current conflicts that with the with comparable motivations and do you do you not feel that this is, when you have access to sort of like this kind of personal information do you not feel that this is an indefatigable enemy that this is an unstoppable machine i mean like in this country when like jeremy corbyn like you know got a little bit of track Action, like the media just shut that dude down. I mean, he, could, he couldn't get arrested. Like, so, like, how can you talk out, uh, speak out openly against these kind of interests, let alone try and mobilize a political movement to, and stand against them without serious fear of, uh, you know, <laughs> well, assassination? Ah, so this immediately sets the tone for the rest what of in the, the interview. Hell? RFK Jr. is so dangerous he might be assassinated for speaking out, apparently. 
hardy fucking ha. But the first thing which is immediately clear is that Russell is completely enamored by RFK Jr. He's been taken in by the prestige of the Kennedy name, by all of RFK Jr.'s views aligning with Russell's, and by the fact that he's running as a Democrat. So to Russell's mind, no one can credibly accuse him of being right-wing. Uh, that thesis falls apart under any amount of examination, uh, which is basically going to be this entire show. So buckle up, Russ, we're about to blow your whole not-a-right-winger argument to pieces yet again. Um, <clears throat> oh, now, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, next up, we have RFK responding to Brand, um, who was asking, you know, how the notion of the CIA assassinating JFK is beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, small spoiler alert, it isn't. Well, you, you, let me answer the first question. Your first question was, you know, why do I say that the case against the CIA in terms of the, um, the assassination of my, my uncle is beyond a reasonable doubt? The answer to that would take us a 10-hour podcast to even summarize because the amount of information is so voluminous at this point. There are, there are more than a million documents, including all the documents that show that Lee Harvey Oswald, that they recently released, you know, which we already knew, but it came as a shock to the United States because the, the president never reports it. And Lee Harvey Oswald was a CIA asset. You know, Americans didn't know that. Certainly the Warren Commission didn't know that. And Dulles made sure that they didn't know it. Um, he was recruited when he was at the Atasui Air Force Base in Japan. He was a Marine radar operator. I want to say before I forget that if anyone hasn't heard RFK Jr. speak before, he's not someone who smoked eight packs a day for 50 years. Um, he has a unique condition called spasmodic dysphonia. Uh, it's a chronic neurological voice disorder which results in involuntary spasms of the muscle that opens or closes the vocal folds. Basically, if his voice sounds like like it's strained and he's struggling to speak, um, it's because it is and he is. Uh, despite that, by God, this man can talk, which we will hear plenty of throughout this interview. Um, now, to, to address what RFK Jr. was saying, well, the evidence... Just yeah, on his yeah, voice, sure. Jump because in, yeah. I've also heard the argument that, oh, who would elect you know, a person that talks like that, that's quote-unquote unpresidential. Well, that's ableist. Meh. Meh. Well, but Meh. <laughs> Meh. my, my counter-argument, yeah. two words, mm. Diane Rehm. That is a person that we all have listened to on NPR, and... She, she's a national treasure and she has a similar like a voice pattern and mm. there there is a tendency and i think a similar tendency that people don't really think about with reagan after the, his, the assassination attempt is like america yeah, will yeah. go so far the other way to be wildly protective of certain yeah. people that have disabilities that they have to yeah, deal yeah. with to the point where they will make other arguments about the disability they will be so ferocious that it makes someone it, it can protect some people even mm. more from criticism because there can there's this argument that people will be very protective over and it to me it just shows how callous the right wing is and how callous people that support him are because well you can 
you can be kind and you can be generous to people that sound different than you and are dealing with different issues than you. You just usually choose mm. not to unless it works for you. Yeah, right. That's when you want yeah. to. So oh, yeah, for I sure. But because I mean, we need jo- to think jo- about the jo- totality of the problem. Joe Biden has a stutter and they shit on him and his way of speaking every day so so immediate double standard very fucking obvious exactly Um, and they're both two old white men so you know it's uh, (laughs) yeah the controls like (laughs) yeah yeah a lot of variables that are controlled in that and exactly yeah and so that's, uniform. I, that's that is something I hear over and over and over. And I think that mm-hmm. it could go anyway. We're like, we don't know. We don't know. And no. so any any of these like instant disregard out of hand elements, I just I've been thinking about it a lot. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's 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 <laughs> worth trying discussion. to use history to inform my, you know, to inform my choices, mm. really. No, no, no. It's it's worth discussion. Yeah. Um anyway, now, sorry, to, to uh to address what RFK Jr. was saying. The evidence of the CIA being responsible for the murder of JFK is tied up in Lee Harvey Oswald being recruited by the CIA. Uh, But he's made a classic slip-up that a better class of conspiracy theorists knows to avoid. He's given me specifics. Um, According to RFK Jr., Oswald was recruited by the CIA while at a marine base in Japan called Atsugi, uh, not Asui, uh, and this is according to a CIA guy who was stationed there back in 1960. The big problem with this theory, uh, which is even highlighted in the memo all of this is based on, is that Lee Harvey Oswald left Atsugi in 1959, and by the October of that year was stationed in Russia. Which means the CIA guy purporting all this to be true never met Lee Harvey Oswald and was just making shit up. Uh, the person who sent the memo of all this included a handwritten asterisk at the bottom uh, of the note, which states, I certainly could have missed something, but I reviewed the contents of about 47 volumes of Oswald 201 files, and I saw no indication of CIA having hired Oswald. Others, like Dan Nizaher, CIA staff, and Louis Zabel, went through the same 47 volumes several times. So, upon close examination, this is bollocks, and it's apparently the best defense RFK Jr. has for his assertions that the CIA killed JFK. Hmm. Right. So there we go. Nonsense yeah. to start. Yeah, well, um, it's, um, yeah. <laughs> I live in a very Cold War-focused home, which is funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a little I'm, bit, yeah. yeah. It's, I know, it's a little strange. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sitting next to, like, images that my partner has made. Yeah, like, I'm looking at, at Jack and Jackie right now. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's it's a little mm. wacky. So, so this, and, this is a little bit close to the... Uh, Close oh, cut all of it mm, yeah mm-hmm, any little close mm-hmm. to home and yeah and mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. i um i'm gonna say there's a lot of wiggity stuff and we mm-hmm. don't we don't have enough information to make any concrete claims but we also, i've also stood there like in dealey plaza um a lot of like it's rough it's hard it's hard to deal yeah. with as a reality and i think that that is going to work in his favor favor that like that's going to work in RFK Jr.'s favor that mm-hmm. um, it was a really upsetting thing to have happen. And the country yeah. changed forever because of it. And I feel yep. specifically upset that I'm manipulated emotionally mm. by these tactics. It makes me mm-hmm. mad. I don't like it. Go on. 
Yep, he's 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 going to engage in more of that. I figured uh, that's why so... I just wanted to get it out now, and then I'll just let <laughs> yeah. him ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the next clip, he mentions about the CIA also killing his father. The the evidence that um, the CIA killed my father is much less uh, is not well that well documented, but it's very highly circumstantial. Mm, yeah, this one is even too much of a conspiracy for RFK to try and justify. Um, <laughs> he 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 is asserts that 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 there was a conspiracy, but um, yeah, there are there are a bunch of them surrounding Bobby Kennedy's assassination, uh, most of which suggest a second shooter, and all of which have been debunked. Um, but that doesn't stop conspiracy-minded idiots from asserting that it's still true, and RFK Jr. is one of those conspiracy-minded idiots. Um, yeah, there, there, there's, there's been as much analysis, uh, as humanly possible, um, of, uh, of this chap's death. There is, there is, uh, the possibility that, um, that the actual assassin was, was hypnotized and that kind of thing, and that he was, um, that, that he was actually completely unaware of his actions, and, and that is a very genuine possibility, nay, probability, which is interesting, um, and then you know that that's from leading uh, leading psychologists and psychiatrists etc have said yeah, that yeah, yeah. which is okay well that's and you know what the, and the mm. rfk tapes the series if if mm. listener if you want to go check it out it's really interesting i think that the much less sexy version of these events when mm. you look back on them um i think that security not knowing as much as they know now, security mm. being lax, um, local local politicking among police departments, all that kind of stuff. Like there's a lot of just unfortunate circumstances that mm. didn't keep people safe, also had to coalesce around these events. And um mm. Mm. I mean, even just the way like the 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 car route around Dealey Plaza that shouldn't have happened like it's just like little things that maybe just people fucked up and yeah yeah security yeah, fucked up and so you, conspiracies can get made out of a lot of it it's, and there's a lot of really sad mm. like sad truths mm. in both stories i would i recommend like the rfk tape super interesting um but it's also wildly depressing because it's mostly about how bad and how racist cops are is a big part of it. <laughs> so it's it's a drag. It's a drag. And also, I'm like, shocked. I tell you, I'm shocked. Shitty. Yeah, right. I know. It's, it's <laughs> that's that's the hard uh, to, that's the hard part to listen to. And also, just the mm. real pain. I think that we can't disregard the real pain that was caused nationally. You know. Yeah, yeah, for it's, sure, for sure. And there was a lot um, of that going around at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. Right. Um. So next, we uh, we get into a bit of fine literature. Um, well, I, I you know I, I wrote a book about how the pandemic was misused mm. and that it was not you know the, the the public health response was not a was not about public health. It was about it was a militarized and monetized response. It was a pretense for clamping down totalitarian controls. And the weird thing about the pandemic. Uh, was this constant um, involvement by the, the CIA and by the national the intelligence agencies and by the military? 
So RFK Jr. has a few books, and you guessed it, in preparation for this episode, I read only his most recent one. You did? Uh, yeah, The Real Anthony Fauci. Um, <laughs> Pause. So Hold this... on. Oh. Hold on. Oh. Oh, dear. What's about to happen? I'm holding on. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No. Was that the actual book? Is that the book there? Bitch. You have a copy of it? Fuck me. Boom okay. goes the dynamite, bitch. Which is because a friend of uh -huh. ours, uh -huh. their parent who had never been political, that I, I think, I think had not been political, had not been particularly involved in, in, in pol political discourse. Mm -hmm. We went to go visit and hang and this friend's like yeah this my parent who is like has never had any political feelings that mm. has been expressed to me before bought this book for me and mike was oh, like no. nope. yeah, oh so, no oh and also, no oh no enough of a friend that mike can be like no nah, no you're not this book is not in your house anymore we're taking no. it it's a forensic uh <laughs> it's a forensic anomalous like artifact yeah yeah we, we and actually uh, wow. an off-brand wow. we can show you so, like the formatting is as crazy as the words well it's well, like to me there's I'll, something very weird about it anyway i, okay. I want to I get into that a little bit because because like, to start with the book is 480 pages split into 12 chapters in an introduction and yet somehow the first chapter is nearly 200 pages um, predictably, the book is a litany of conspiracy theories thrown together in near stream-of-consciousness fashion, peppered liberally with misinformation, spin, and outright lies. Um, on top of accusing Fauci of committing a coup d'etat, comparing COVID restrictions to Nazi Germany, and promoting ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, RFK also gets in into some AIDS denialism, spending a hundred yeah. pages yeah. quoting yeah. shitheads who say HIV doesn't cause AIDS. Um, the book sold a million copies and was on the New York Times bestseller list for 17 weeks. Uh, endorsements at the beginning of the book come from the likes of Tucker Carlson, uh, Tony Robbins, Alan Dershowitz, Joseph McCullough, Mike Adams, the health ranger, uh, Randy Jackson. It's over for humanity. It's over for humanity. Randy Jackson, musician, Oliver Stone, the Academy Award winning director, and of course, Rob Schneider. Um, RFK actually brings up a number of things he writes about in the book during this interview, so I'll get to them when they come up. Up, but suffice to say, it's complete, unadulterated bullshit from start to finish. It's like um, an, it's like a it's like a book long Facebook. It's rant. bizarre, and it's and crazy. if any, if anyone wants a concise takedown of the medical claims made in the book, by the way, I highly recommend uh, debunk the funk with Doctor Wilson. Uh, he's a microbiologist who did a seven part takedown of the real Anthony nice. Fauci. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's really great stuff. Uh, so, next we have the first of RFK's claims from the book. When Operation Warp Speed made its presentation to FDA, to the committee they call it VRPAC committee at FDA, VRPAC asked for the organizational charts, which were classified up to that time. And when, when uh, Warp Speed turned over the organizational charts, the 
it, they shocked everybody because the top organization that had managed warp speed was not HHS, which is a public health agency. It wasn't CDC or NIH or FDA. It was the NSA, a spy agency. So that was the top, uh, that was the top uh, agency, the lead agency on Operation Warp Speed and the pandemic was the NSA. And the second agency was the Pentagon. Sounds scary, right? The NSA was the top agency in charge of Operation Warp Speed, the operation to facilitate the development, manufacturing, and distribution of COVID-19 vaccines. Um, there's not much mm -mm. to say about this mm -mm. one other than, mm -mm. Uh, no, they weren't. No. Um, so, so the NSA are indeed on the organizational chart, which was never classified, by the way. Um, so the idea of it being a bombshell is nonsense. Uh, and on its face, you do wonder why the NSA would have involvement in a project like this, until you consider the way vaccines are created. Uh, most people, when they think of vaccines uh, being made in a lab, imagine someone in a white coat mixing drops from vials of weird colored liquids until, Eureka, they somehow get the formula right. Um, in reality, vaccines vaccines are created with computers, which can be hacked and tampered with. So the NSA were involved in a cybersecurity capacity to ensure that months of work wasn't thrown down the drain in case of some malicious actor. Who and could that it. ever be? Who could possibly be motivated to interfere with vaccine production? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> no one, yep. right? Yeah, no one, no, no one at all, and no one interferes with, with this. Elections or anything else. Um, yeah, yeah. And if if you look at the actual organizational chart, like the 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 NSA section, they they have their own kind of little siloed off bit because it's not really related to anything else. Um, yeah. It's it's just yeah. it is it is slightly near the top of the chart is just where it happens to have been put, but it's it's just on its own. Um, anyway, let, let's uh, let's get a little bit into the vaccine misinformation. And when you start looking at, you know, it, as it turns out, the, you know, the vaccines were developed not by Moderna and Pfizer. They were developed by NIH. They're their own. The patents are on 50% by NIH. Nor were they manufactured by Pfizer or by Moderna. They were manufactured by military contractors. And basically, Pfizer and Moderna were paid to put their stamps on those vaccines as if they came from the pharmaceutical industry but you know that's not what they were doing they were coming from you know the this was a this was a military project from the beginning so this is just horseshit um <laughs> NIH do own part of the patent for the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine, as NIH helped develop the underlying spike protein the vaccine was based on. And so some of the profits should be going to NIH, which is publicly owned, by the way. So yeah. that, that, that only benefits the country. Um, but Pfizer has nothing to do with it. And the idea that Moderna are just slapping their name on something the NIH, the NIH has made is complete nonsense. Uh, and even worse, you know, he says at the end there that the vaccines were made and manufactured by the US military, which is complete bullshit. No. There is there is no evidence, there's no anything to substantiate what he just said. He's, he's just saying things. <laughs> yeah, that we're, I feel like we're going to be hearing a lot of claims like, big if true. <clears throat> if yeah. true, yeah, I'd be shocked. Mm -hmm. But you 
you, it's a lie. <laughs> You're the, lying. The, the worst, yeah. the worst thing is the tendency for him to 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 not even not even spin something, to not even produce something. Because Russell, when when he's bullshitting he will always have some kind of document to back him up even if it's complete bullshit made up by nefarious actors he will have something rfk jr doesn't have that with most of the stuff he's just saying shit yeah that's yeah. it yeah um which yeah, yeah it, it was yeah. it was incredibly frustrating to have to research because i'm i'm there looking in all fucking corners of the internet to try and figure out where he's gotten this information and there just isn't anywhere. It's just, I, I don't know whether it's his own head, what's going on, but he, he just, he has no evidence for most of the things that he says. Yeah, well, um, what he, the claims that he's making that are completely, you know, like, and clips, clips I'm seeing bounce around on social media mm. are straight up Alex Jones talking points. They oh, sound yeah, well, nicer, yeah. but it's yeah, no, he's, just he's... repackaged InfoWars He's, he's like, got a few of those. He's got a few yeah, of those. Yeah, um, uh, more too close for comfort. Like, yeah, not not too many of them them come up uh, in this. I don't think. Um, though, though this this they're, this they're out this there next, on socials, and y'all can find them. And it's this, it's, it's this next Alex one Jones has um, this next one has a tie in because with uh, uh, it's it's not directly Alex Jones shit, but it's definitely parallel. Um, so we're we're getting into pandemic preparedness uh, simulations. One of the things I detail in my book is these simulations that I uncovered about twenty different simulations, uh, coronavirus and pandemic simulations that started in two thousand in the year in two thousand one. The first one, right before the anthrax attacks, and uh, and then every year the CIA was doing these, and the CIA was sponsoring them all. So RFK Jr. didn't uncover jack shit because nothing was hidden. What he's referring to is the pandemic preparedness program started by George W. Bush in 2005, not 2001. Um, he he, by the way, gets a lot of little details like that wrong. Um, in this, huh. and it's it's yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, that was then continued by Obama until Trump decided to nix the whole program, which left the U.S. woefully underprepared for a pandemic. Um. Yeah, uh, I, can, I, can, I can see you vigorously nodding your head, Lauren. I just, the preparedness um, stuff, like, yeah. the drills so, meaning something. So, so. Part of this program, naturally, is simulations of what would happen in the event of a pandemic of some kind, sort of role-playing events to try and assess how best to respond and address the concerns we would likely face in a pandemic while highlighting the strengths and weaknesses of the current system. Oh. And the CIA was never funding any of them. No. Um, he's about to go into discussing a pandemic preparedness role-playing event from October 2019, which, as mentioned, had little to do with the US government as Trump got rid of the pandemic preparedness program. Uh, this event was instead sponsored and put together by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Economic Forum, and the Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we're, we're going to touch on that and then depart and then come back to it uh but uh next up we learn that um rfk pronounces people's names weirdly and they were the last one was event 201 which was in october of 2019 and the participants in there are Avril haynes who was the former deputy director of the cia who has been managing cover-ups her entire life she did the guantanamo bay and you know the 
right. on the Senate, and it's, and she's right. She is now the director, the uh, DNI director of national intelligence, which makes her basically the highest ranking officer at the NSA, which managed the pandemic. So you have a spy who is convening these pandemic simulations. The woman he's talking about is Dr. Avril Haynes, not not Avril. I've never ever heard it pronounced. You don't say Avril Levine, do you? No. Um, Dr. Avril Haynes, who is currently serving as the first female director of national intelligence uh, in the Biden administration. Uh, she served the Obama administration in the State Department as the assistant legal advisor for treaty affairs from 2008 to 2010, when she was appointed to serve in the office of the White House Counsel as deputy assistant to the president and deputy counsel to the president for national security affairs at the White House. Then, in 2013, Haynes was selected as Deputy Director of the Central Intelligence Agency. Um, quite the promotion. Uh, from there, she was responsible for obfuscating a report about the CIA torturing people and was also the main go person when it came to the legality of drone strikes acted upon by the Obama administration. Basically, this lady has no doubt done some shady shit in her time, just none of the things that RFK levels at her. Um, after Trump got in, she worked in the private sector and at a couple of universities, which uh, she was still doing at the time of this pandemic preparedness event called Event 201. Uh, she later would join Biden's campaign team and become the director of national intelligence. Uh, but at the time of Event 201, she had nothing to do with the government at all. Mm. Um, so next, yeah, yeah, no, no, there's, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing. He's just, no. he's saying things and that's that. Um, next we learn how, uh, how, <laughs> how RFK would have responded to the pandemic. Oh my God. And in each of these simulations going back 20 years, they're not, they're not simulating, they're simulating a public health response. They're not doing the kind of things. How do we stockpile vitamin D? How do we get people outdoors losing weight? You know, <laughs> doing exercise. <laughs> so that's nothing short of fucking worrying. Oh, there's a deadly virus surging through the nation. Let's all get some Let's exercise. Let's go on a diet. And make, cool. make sure we have enough vitamin D. Cool um, plan. Yeah, Jesus. Thank Christ the odds of this man becoming president are intensely small. Uh, God, yeah, um, that, that tickled me. Uh, in the next clip, um, he suggests doing something that already happened. How do we develop an information grid to all the 15 million doctors, frontline physicians all over the world who are going to be encountering this disease so, we, so that we can get their information about what they're doing that works and what doesn't work and put together a model of, you know, okay, here are the drugs, the repurposed drugs that are work, here are the treatments that work. None of that happened. We had an incredible opportunity for managing pandemic in a way that was, you know, intelligent and sensitive and, um, and you know, devastating to the disease. But we didn't do any of those things. It was all about how do you use the pandemic to clamp down censorship? How do you use it to, you know, do forced lockdowns, which... So according to RFK, none of the medical or scientific community around the world communicated with each other as to what treatments would or wouldn't work in regards to COVID-19, which is absolute nonsense. Um, uh, yeah, our, uh, state, our state systems, our separate hmm. state health systems are certainly less efficient than if we had a national health service. And we provided yeah. medical care yeah. as part of the services that you get, just like fixing the fucking roads. 
to your citizens. Yeah, yeah right. There are um, better ways to do it. Jumping jacks is not the answer. Yeah, and and acting like uh, acting like no one communicated with each other. As oh to yeah, what that's was so, working I'm sorry. Yes, Anne, I, mean, was, I mean, I mean, shut up. That was know. completely stupid. Um, there wasn't um, enough communication, so, and people had to find that out the hard way. The thing is, what he's actually whinging about here is that is no one listening to spurious shitheads in yep. lab coats saying that COVID was just the flu, yeah. and no one glomming on to ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine like he would have wanted, or at least no one in any kind of uh, position of relative power. Um, yeah, that, that's what he's actually whining about. When he says repurpose drugs, that's that's what he's talking about. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Next up, uh, according to RFK, lockdowns make it makes COVID worse. Apparently, by the way, the lockdowns, every pandemic preparedness document that had been adopted by the major public health agencies, whether it was CDC, WHO, the European Health Agency, the uh, National Health Services in Britain, all of them said you don't do lockdowns. You you quarantine the sick. You protect the vulnerable, and you uh, let everybody else go back to work because the lockdowns actually amplify the impacts of the disease. You will, if you isolate people, it makes them more vulnerable. It makes it, you know, breaks down their immune system. And if you lock them indoors, it's going to spread the respiratory virus. Yeah. So um, there, there are only so many clips where I can just be like, "No, you're wrong." Um, but, uh, but yeah, so if you stay inside, your immune system breaks down. Um, the man's clearly never heard of anime weebs or otakus or gamers who pretty much never leave the house. Um, if what he's saying were true, all these people would be dead because their immune system would have broken down and they'd have faded into oblivion. Um, this is stupid on an out-of-touch grandpa sort of level, and the idea that the medical community at large advised against lockdowns is just a complete lie. Also, the fact that, like, no mm, lockdowns mm -hmm. never happened here for real. There were yeah, yeah, there's backs. that. There's that. Mm. Never was there a lockdown. Also, no, not the height the same of mask wearing. Yeah. No, not at all. Mm. The height mm. of mask wearing. In my town, where I live, I saw it mm. more than anywhere else we traveled. And there's still, everyone could have a mask on and at least... Mm. at least one motherfucker had their nose out or three mm -hmm. oh like, yeah so yeah, this yeah, whole yeah. like blaming that's a, mm, this is also the classic republican bullshit where they're like well we did the thing and it didn't work well, no <laughs> you started from minute one to sabotage the thing and undermine yeah. the thing and unfund the thing and fuck it, everything it up was, and, the, and so that, you can complain, um, complain that it didn't work that, that, you that, never that tried that south park the, the south park bit of like oh you're wearing your chin diaper you know because <laughs> that that's what it was to these people it's it a chin diaper it's so um, uh, yeah um, he was he even almost contradicted like i saw it he was con he was like mm, if i say this the exact way it's going to contradict what i just said like there were sentences mm -hmm. next to each other that didn't work and mm -hmm. he was like hedging you could see it he was hedging mm -hmm. a little like mm -hmm. to select what he was saying even mm. though it's mm. yeah um ah, i hate it that's 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 been the noise i've been making for two weeks um oh. so so let, let's get back to that event 201 thing 
And so all things they were doing were, Agenda 21. You know, that they were drilling Too. were about clamping down totalitarian controls. And if you look at that event 201, which is still on YouTube, you can still look it up and go to the fourth seminar that day that were it's broken into four parts. He's made that classic mistake again. Too specific, <laughs> Bobby. Too specific, because he's right. It is still on YouTube, and I watched the whole thing. Uh -huh. uh, let's get into who was in attendance. And remember, the people who are here, who are they? Avril Haynes, the CIA, uh, now and uh, DNI, Director of National Intelligence, who was the CIA Deputy Director, former um, Bill Gates, you know, a lot of Tony Fauci's people, the, the pharmaceutical industries, the big media, Bloomberg, et cetera, all the social media companies. And then somebody odd, who's George Gayo, who's the director of the Chinese CDC. So there was no one there from any social media company, nor were there any of Fauci's people. Bill Gates wasn't there, nor was Michael Bloomberg or anyone from Bloomberg Media. George Gao, which is how you actually pronounce it, was there. Um, and he served as director of the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention from August 2017 to July 2022. RFK Jr. seems to think it's weird that the head CDC guy from China would be there when the Gates Foundation and the WEF both clearly have global perspectives and an acute awareness that China, being one of the most populous countries in the world, would have a lot to deal with. Uh, not only that, but the role play they were running specifically dealt with the coronavirus and China have had se severe SARS outbreaks in the uh -huh. recent past. Yeah. Not, in not inviting China to take part in this would have bordered on negligent yeah um yeah i will also Heaven point for out fucking fen that you ask the people that know the most advice yeah, ask the people who are going to be affected almost certainly <laughs> yeah. um uh yeah i will also point out that levan thiru of the monetary authority of singapore was also in attendance but rfk doesn't bat an eyelid at that one um for anyone wondering, the others present were mostly high-level private industry folks, such as the Vice President uh, of Global Health at Johnson & Johnson, the Global COO of Edelman, a comms com company, um, and a Senior Director for Lufthansa Airlines. Uh, there was also one of the Deputy Directors from the CDC. Um, so RFK is lying about who's there, all while saying, isn't that weird about George Gao, um, which is fantastically stupid. Um, hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so speaking of stupid, uh, the next thing RFK says is drastically dumb. So this is in October of 2019. Nobody knows about coronavirus there, and yet they're drilling a coronavirus epidemic, a world global coronavirus epidemic. Nobody's going to ever hear the word coronavirus. The Chinese first acknowledged it on January 1st, so three months later. But we now know coronavirus was already circulating in Wuhan, and the Chinese knew about it at least by September 19th. So that's a month before that pandemic simulation. George Gao is the, is the Chinese head of the CDC and the, the Chinese expert on coronavirus. So clearly, he must have known. So according to RFK here, no one knew of the existence of coronaviruses at all before COVID-19. And so the fact that they game-planned a coronavirus pandemic at Event 201 is a smoking gun. Um, 
complete nonsense. Um, I'm, I'm going to read directly from the NIH website here. Coronaviruses are a large family of viruses that usually cause mild to moderate upper respiratory tract illnesses in humans. However, three coronaviruses have caused more serious and fatal disease in people. SARS coronavirus, SARS-CoV, which emerged in November 2002 and causes severe acute respiratory syndrome. SARS. Uh, MERS coronavirus, MERS-CoV, which emerged in 2012 and causes Middle East re respiratory syndrome, MERS, and SARS-CoV-2, which emerged in 2019 and causes coronavirus disease 2019, COVID-19. Uh, the earliest reports of a coronavirus infection happened in North America in the 1920s. Um, yeah. What RFK is getting into at the end there is him saying that George Gao knew about COVID-19 a month before coming to Event 201. Uh, which is just completely untrue. Yeah, the no. first patient of COVID-19 was most likely in December 2019, uh -huh. though one Chinese outlet believes it was November 2019, yeah. both based off of different retrospective analyses. Um, both are, either way, after October 2019, when this event 201 happened, and there's just no way that COVID-19 was already confirmed in September of 2019. Yeah. And I have said the word 19 too many times. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm done with it. Uh, right. Just complete bollocks from start to finish. Um, so in the next clip, um, yet again, he just he just flat out makes shit up. On September 19th, a month before that simulation, the Chinese military kicked down the door of the Wuhan lab, went in and took all of the genomic sequences off of the public-facing websites and uh, and started destroying the you know all the links between that the lab and the virus and put a no. military mm -mm. general general way in charge of the lab so they clearly knew that it come from the lab and that that it was already circulating and it circulated out you know we we know down the subway line the subway line that leads to the airport from the lab to the airport. <laughs> That's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so General Chen Wei did take over at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, but not in September 2019. It was January 2020 that she took over. Um, she's so that also was his a, claim that that all happened in September before this. In like, the September before 20, this thing not happened. Agenda yeah, so 21. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before oh Event God. 201, a month before, the, the allegedly um, the Chinese military kicked down the doors of the Wuhan lab and destroyed everything and took things off the website. None of this ever happened. Um, but yeah, General Chen Wei um, is also an epidemiologist and virologist specializing <laughs> in biodefense and was instrumental in developing the Chinese COVID-19 vaccine, uh, Convidecia. So... All this stuff about the military kicking down the door of the Wuhan lab is just complete unsubstantiated bollocks. That was a there cute, weird nothing. story. There is nothing to it at <sighs> all. Mm -hmm. God, it sucks. This is so stupid. Oh, okay. All it right. is. And yet in the next clip, we develop the theory a little bit further. So they knew it in October and they had the simulation in New York and people there some of those people must have known it was already circulating and what are they talking about the fourth simulation that day and you can go up on youtube right now and look this up nope. they talk about how do we how, how do we stop people from saying that this came from a lab leak and the people who are leading that discussion are the cia director avon haynes 
deputy director and George Gayle from the Chinese CDC. And Avril Haines says, essentially she's saying, George Gayle is saying, we got to censor the social media. We got to stop them from saying it's a lab leak. Anybody who says that needs to be deplatformed. This is, this is, you know, this is six months before all this started happening. And then uh, Avril Haines says, not only do we have to censor, but we need to flood the zone with authoritative voices who say, who dismiss the idea that this was a lab leak. <sighs> so his make him up. Needs, his make him up. Needs, well, he needs to stop saying this because he said I could go look this up. So I yeah. did. Ra rather than explaining what was said by who and when, I'd rather just play the clip so you can all get an <laughs> idea of what actually happened at this event 201. I'm going to play the specific clip that RFK was referring to where he's saying that George Gow and a a a Avril Haynes, not Avril Haynes, uh, are all about quashing any ideas that the hypothetical coronavirus is a lab leak and that they're all about censorship. Um, to preface the clip, George Gao is reading off some data that he's been given about the state of China in this role play of a pandemic. So it's all hypothetical, uh, but that's what he's discussing to start. Yeah, let's go. You know, by now, you know, we have um, more, more cases in China and also death cases reported. And also uh, my staff told me uh, that before there's misinformation and uh, there's some belief, people believe, you know, this is a man-made, some uh, pharmaceutical company made the virus. So there are some violations and even, you know, death is because of this misinformation. Um, as a, you know, from uh, like the CDC, and I don't know if Steve, believe, uh, Steve agree with me, uh, when you are doing the field work and you like to do some so-called TOT, training of trainers. So we really need to, to train the health workers, especially health care workers, their access to the patients, to the public. So make sure they, they got the right information. So not necessarily, you know, sometimes the health care workers, they know something, but they, if they are not well trained, they might give the wrong information, but also they might say something, say. oh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Even I don't know, that could hurt. So when I remember that's, uh, that's such a situation remind me, when I was in Sierra Leone, and you know, I was interviewed by radio, the national radio, I was asked by one of the audience to say, okay, we believe Ebola was man-made, it's transported from you know, somewhere. So this is, I think this is very important, we do the, TOT. So make sure the healthcare workers have the mm. right information. Okay. Thank you. I very much agree with that. So, I mean, I think I agree with a lot of what's been said. I just add to it maybe by saying that I think one of the things we want to do is so this work is with communication companies to actually ensure that everybody has access to the kind of communications that we're interested in providing, because that's going to be critical for dealing with, uh, you know, obviously the explosion of the disease. and. Um, and then another issue, I suppose, is, is just through that, if you have a trusted source, I believe in the idea that we shouldn't be trying to um, control communication, but rather flood the zone in a sense with a trusted source that then is <coughs> influential community leaders as well as health workers, as Brad noted, and others on these issues in order to try to amplify the message that's coming through. And I think Tim's absolutely right. I, certainly seen the value of communicating constantly on these issues so as to continue to to deal with uh, you know sort of the vacuum that can be created in this circumstance but then also with the comments made about the fact that 
for all of the disinformation that will be put out, it's going to be important to actually have a response to those questions and to those concerns, as Stephen said. And uh, and I understand from staff that actually there are also uh, intelligence sources identifying multiple foreign disinformation campaigns mm -hmm. and so on. But it's all a part of a larger piece, which is to say that every time there is something that comes out that is, in fact, <coughs> false information that is starting to actually hamper our ability to address the pandemic, then we need to be able to respond quickly to it. So, George Gao, to start with there, is saying we need to train healthcare workers properly to ensure they can combat misinformation on a ground level and not contribute to misinformation equally. Um, he then tells a story about someone telling him they thought Ebola was man-made. Avril Haines then comes in to make her specific points. What she says very clearly is that no one should be censored, disinformation shouldn't be taken down, and an effort should instead be made to flood the zone, so to speak, with verifiably correct information. That flood the zone thing is a phrase that someone else uses earlier on in the same session, so she's just borrowing their terminology to say that she agrees. Um, she says specifically, we shouldn't be trying to control communication. So RFK is just flat out making shit up here. Like his interpretation of of what we've just seen is completely off the rails. I don't think he watched this. I really don't. I think he heard that someone else made of it. I think he probably heard somebody maybe, else maybe, make an maybe assessment this is, because you can't. Yeah. Like you got to really stretch. That what's really disheartening. I would love to what know is, his media what diet, is that's for sure. I, yeah, is it just four QAnon guys? Who, right? Like, <laughs> it's just 4chan. Yeah, it's just a, a wall yeah. of green text. That's and, all he's into. And the wall <laughs> that he faces when he's on the toilet, like that's where he gets his info, that's where he gets his best ideas. Like mm. truly, truly, because mm. he makes mm -hmm. shit up. It lives mm -hmm. in a fucking dream world. What's, what's truly, like it hurts my feelings to mm. hear these actual clips from real people that are trying very hard one because you can mm. see them try to fix these problems yeah in good yeah. faith and yeah. in real time and could have actually done something and then just to think Doing a and decent feel, job yeah mm. like trying mm. their damnedest mm. to do this in yep. an unsexy way and then and then the second half of that that I cannot help but think about is what they went through mm. after like watching all of this bullshit unfold mm -hmm. and just being powerless to stop it, even though they're like, oh, we tried all the stuff. We yeah. tried everything we possibly could. You motherfuckers mm -hmm. ruined everything mm -hmm. and you're not taking us seriously. We're trying so hard. Like, yep. And yeah, private industry maybe shouldn't be trusted with this. Like mm -hmm. there shouldn't there should be more systems in place, not less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I I completely agree. I completely the transparency agree. is almost like it's just another like kick in the teeth. That like yep. yeah, if we all just watch C-SPAN, you know, like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I I I get it. I get it. You know, because I mean, breaking. Dr. Avril Haines here, you know, as I mentioned, definitely done some shady shit. Um, but, you know, she's she's trying her hardest here. And I, I watched the whole fucking thing and, and it, she made some good points. She, she yeah, it, she yeah, predicted like, a good number of problems that your, were going to occur, right, to be honest. Use your um, energy to go after the, uh, the non-shady shit. Like, that's the thing is like, there are so many Jenga blocks that fall 
mm. that have no like that don't seem part of this subject but are in fact tangentially connected that's yeah. when you think i mean that's like what climate change is happening is like oh wow all of these elements together are creating a much worse situation than we could have ever possibly imagined yeah 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 i agree and and there's also the the factor of you know you're making shit up about these people when there are actual things yeah. that you could be addressing that's exactly that what i'm saying actual fucking yeah. problems well um, i don't know if we get to it in this episode but the um pbs did a really great like uh special on frontline about like there was information control and there was censorship in china but not how they're describing it it was mm. a very it was not mm, not great but it was happening with mm. like in the initial onset with doctors and with hospitals not labs not the military that was yeah, not, yeah, it was yeah, a, yeah. like in that that's like actual vetted reporting that's already been done that like pbs yeah, did yeah. it they did a because, great job believe it or not the msm the mainstream media actually you know have an interest in this stuff and and reporting it correctly but yeah um huh, so huh, huh, uh the next clip yeah. is it's just another outright lie and they and I detail all of these in my book and every one of them the CIA wrote the script for. So no, they didn't. Um, there is he's, he's saying the CIA wrote the script for every single pandemic preparedness event. No, they didn't. Uh, there we go, nice and simple. Uh, that event two hundred one, for instance, was put together by the staff at Johns Hopkins. So there. Even done. like bitch about the CIA, like <laughs> bitch about other CIA shit. Why yeah, is there's actual the CIA problems. If there's you actual make CIA up, problems. Then <laughs> Such everyone as, else that has a real complaint against the CIA, their their point of view, their information is devalued because of your stupid ass. That's crazy. Yeah. Maybe address the torture thing that I mentioned before, because that's an actual yeah, no problem. Shit. No shit. Um, and also, not you your stupid shit. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad no, no, no. At I know. I know. I know what you're dirt. saying. Don't worry. Don't worry. You, uh, you, can, be, you can be. It's fine. I, I get it. Um, so uh, next RFK <laughs> says that gain of uh, honestly let's honestly, run let's party we're partying uh, let's roll let's do he it he says that gain of function research in Wuhan was being funded by the United States so Fauci was funding Fauci funded about 26 million dollars the CIA was the biggest funder through USAID about 64 million and then the Pentagon was the second biggest so the whole it wasn't just Fauci it was the whole US intelligence military apparatus that was basically handing over cutting edge military technology bioweapons technology to these Chinese scientists who were messing with it. Okay, so we addressed this before in our WHO episode, uh, but gain-of-function research wasn't being undertaken at Wuhan, bioweapons weren't being made, and then he says that USAID is actually the CIA somehow? Like what, they own it or something? Um, it's it's completely made up. There, there are a legion of conspiracy theories around USAID, but none of them have ever proven fruitful. Um, as for Fauci funding things, the NIH were funding research in Wuhan? Sure, uh, not gain-of-function research but research um and fauci was director of one of 27 different centers making up the national institutes of health with an advisory role as well he had no legislative powers and couldn't just dictate funding for the entire nih no. like, 
the way that RFK not. acts is 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 like Fauci was some kind of god king that that could just dictate what the entire country was doing, and and that's definitely yeah. the perspective. Yeah, what, what he, he really was was a book. was a punching bag mascot that god yeah. assholes like this yeah. could latch on to and call him yeah. Tony. That somebody yeah. said I heard that on a podcast was like, yeah, you know, they're you know, this person is a problem when they say Tony Fauci. <laughs> like that's like a <laughs> that's a that's a red flag, an immediate yep. red yep. flag. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, no, I I I absolutely agree. And and what what Fauci actually was was a decent man trying to do a good job and save some lives. That's yeah. that's all I see when I look at the guy. I feel so bad for him, honestly. Me too. He he seems like a nice chap, you know. I just ugh. Also, if I, you're gonna I, come for somebody that was like trying to deal with AIDS when AIDS started, and was still around and still this, worked really hard, this is it. This is it. That we'll, we'll makes get, we'll me get, we'll mad. get into Fauci's qualifications in a minute. Um, but yeah, it, it is it is absurd the problems that people have with him. Um, so <laughs> finally, RFK stops talking, um, and Russ is able to get a word in because. Oh wait, that was all 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 in the oh, same shit. fucking stretch. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> No, no, wait, wait. This was all. This is all one thing. Most, okay. most of that was tied together as well. Most of that was all one continuous thing. If you, if you, if you put the clips back together, it'll all make sense. Um, Are we gonna? Yeah. Oh, it'd be great. Yeah. So, so if Russell we like cut back to Russell, and he's like eating a sandwich, pulling an Alex. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. No, keep talking. No. Yeah, yeah. That was great stuff. Keep talking. I need to. No, I, 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 th I think the last thing that Russell is going to do is ignore this man. Um, so let, let's let's yeah. see what Russell has to say. All of these kind of things that. I suppose now seem like the sort of uh, workaday layman's conspiracy theories uh, are, are left in the dust when you say that this is something that the, intelli the intelligence agencies and the military industrial complex have been involved in since the get go. That companies like Pfizer and Moderna merely facilitated the distribution and branding that this has always been a global operation that was designed to introduce draconian measures that would otherwise not have been introduced entirely on board no questions no follow-ups taking literally everything at face value and russell is enamored by this guy oh your conspiracy theories make the rest of them look like workaday conspiracy theories i love your conspiracy daddy it's it's <laughs> It's it's pretty horrifying to see. I don't and, and like it, this. I don't want to no, do it. No, it, it just gets. It just that's <laughs> honestly that's how I felt the entire I time doing this. I can this. see it on your face. I'd feel. And, I would feel. And guilty, I I went through but... two because RFK came on the show twice. I went through both of them. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I I. Mm, mm. Um. Right. Uh, <laughs> me. Fuck me. Um, oh, so next, let's all hop on the struggle bus and just keep rolling down the street with this one. You, you, you might you might detect that I'm just I'm I know, just you're fucking I I'm know. done I'm done with this guy. Like, I'm sorry, buddy. Well, you will I, be. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, We're just we'll do no, it. Honestly, I I I I think I hate this guy more than any other of, of Brand's guests that we've covered so far. I hate him more than DeSantis. I hate him more than any of them. 
I think he is the worst. I don't know whether that's just my personal fucking feelings, because DeSantis, you know, he, he's he's done actual horrible shit with actual horrible consequences, whereas RFK just says horrible shit with no, horrible consequences. No, but he's got a body count, because... He does, and we, we will he's get... He's got a body count, and it's yeah, worse than we think. I know that for sure. I've had to learn about Absolutely. it, too. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I fucking hate this guy. Um... And I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like that feeling. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, next well, week. sometimes your instincts about a person being bad is what protects us, you know, like that's. No, that's very true. That's very true. It's a thing. Um, next we get a brief book review and uh, Russell gushes a little bit. And, and like saying something like this, is that like the, if you cannot prove that, isn't it going to discredit the necessary, and I know you've written a like, massive and very successful book on it, but like, you know, like that book's like, that's hard going, that book, Robert. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's hard it enough was. to read it, let it's no right. bloody write the thing. Like, 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 like how, like, because I feel like that you are exactly what's necessary. And I feel like mad, crazy shit can happen in politics because Trump, you know, like, and I feel like that what you need is an anti-establishment figure. And yet from your history, you know, you know where the wires are for the Khrushchev bat phone. Like, and like the the Cossack dancing spy in the front room. Your personal history is so sort of like like this uh, like absurd American version of the Crown. It's like so incredible to hear. No, it's not. But like, I actually feel that you are what is required. But like that is so hardcore and extreme. I know our Rumble audience, this lot, they'll bloody well love it. They'll be well into it. They've been dragging me along out of the mainstream. I could have been in movies till about six weeks ago. This lot got me in all sorts of crap, right? So like what I feel like is, is that are these the ideas and issues and the framing that you're going to be going into like president, not presidential debates. We know Joe Biden won't have them, but like, like that going into this oh, campaign I. with and what kind of onslaught law are you gonna get from like you know from the corralled forces of the establishment and then after this we'll move on oh, that's to us, you right know away. the war in ukraine yes. what are you gonna that's i us. mean god knows where you're gonna go with that yeah we're the corralled forces of the uh oh yeah yeah, yeah. um so we've seen people that Russell is a fan of before, but this is a whole other level. Yeah. Talking him up as an American version of the crown, he's incredible, he's what's required, he's hardcore and extreme. You know, it, it's, it's But this horrifying. is what people are going to think. This is the branding. Like, this mm. is, brand is showing branding. This yeah. is what we need to expect. This is what people are going to think. And it mm -hmm. is absurd and that doesn't mean uh, the, the absurdity mm. is does not affect it, it, it absurdity does not impact efficacy because yeah, yeah they're conjuring this idea of this little boy standing next to his you know the leaders of the free world that we all pine for mm. which is also not the case like it's just not mm. like that's also just not like tragedy mm. struck absolutely but mm. this dude was not okay. All right, I'm getting ahead. I know. I'm getting. I'm yeah, oh. no, 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 it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's it's Round incredibly frustrating. It's incredibly frustrating to watch because Here's most of most of us have this kind of um, 
this thing in the back of our heads that makes us go, you know what? I don't want to lie. I don't, or or at the very <laughs> least, I want to, I yeah, want I to know, be right? able to, I want to be able to back up something that I'm saying at least a little bit. I want to at least be able to pretend that I'm that I'm saying something. You know, like Russell does. You know, to, to, to be able to at least pretend that it, so that if someone calls me out, I can say, aha! But this document. Yeah, and we're a bunch just, of fucking suckers. Yeah. Yeah, but he just doesn't do Fuck any us. of that. Yeah, um, no. There, there is a genuine, genuine kind of psychopathy to 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 his lying. Um, it's 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 terrifying. Um, so let's let's, let's roll. We're going. Convoy. Next, Russell wants to get into some Ukraine nonsense, but RFK instead <laughs> wants to chat. No, no, it, it'll happen. But but first, RFK wants to chat about how COVID nineteen was a bioweapon. Uh, oh we're gonna. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. We're, we're going to skip a little, a little alternate history lesson of his in which he says there were former German and Japanese scientists from World War II living under the Pentagon and get to Fuck. the... Fuck! I know. Oh, <laughs> oh. There, there are so Whatever. many things. So many things. on the toilet? I'll find out. How about so right many now? things that I, that, that I was Dude, just... Bro. I was just watching Dude, it. I was bro. like, Can't. that's just oh so God. obviously not true. That's just what so obvious. I looked it up just to be sure, but I was, I, and and that's the thing. That's the thing that's been so frustrating. Even if it's obviously fucking false, I've had to look it up anyway. Did you and like an yeah. article from Soldier of Fortune magazine <laughs> that it, was actually could... an ad in 1987. That is news. Oh, no, no, there, 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 a lot of UFO stuff started coming up. Um, you know, but a lot of that's, other conspiracy don't give theories. Them that but fun. no, 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 that's no, fun. No, no, no. No, no, oh no! Well, I, I, I've mentioned this to you. I, th I think off off air in general, but Russell is super into the UFO shit, and and that, I don't know. We might. You know what? We, That'd be way more fun. And honestly, we could all speak this, to yeah, it. Fucking hell! A lot better. Um, yeah, I don't know, oh. that, that that might that might come next week. I don't know. We we need a, a little, palate a cleanser. Project Camelot, as opposed we need, to we I I don't care about UFO stuff at all like i i i i i believe that intelligent life exists somewhere in the universe because it would be incredibly arrogant to believe that we are the only sentient fucking mm -hmm. things in existence um but i i don't think any of them have come here um and and that's what all of the ufo stuff at the moment is uh getting into you know cover well yeah and, this I, bollocks. and i just i just yeah. it's all made up bullshit and i don't care about any of it but but russell is engaging with it at least once a week on his show like really? at least once a week yeah no he spends like a full hour a week on this shit well um, I, like so as, I, as I might need to address it but, as folklore mm. i think it's fascinating and really fun and, yeah, and, I, mean, and I think the, the human experience is really interesting i've also like from a detached out, perspective, it's hilarious. Um, well, yeah, I mean, but it can be sad, like you know, yeah, the, yeah. the Travis Walton, and, and like, there's, something there's fucked also, his life up. Like there are really the, sad stories, and we should support people that are going through something. There's more also than we the, have. the worrying tendency of UFO kind of conspiracy theorists mm -hmm. to um, to always seem to lead back to anti-Semitism yes. or racism. Um, yeah. There's also that. Absolutely. Um, so I don't know. I. I Maybe next week, at some point, we'll probably have to deal with it. Just because it's such a regular feature of his show at this point that I, I, I feel like it would be dishonest not to cover it. Um, but but we'll see. I, I think next week, either way, after after this chuckle fuck and DeSantis, like we need a bit of a palate cleanser. So I'll see what I can I can conjure up. Oh, um, that'd be fun. That'd but, be fun. But, and, yeah. but yeah, it's it's not something that's like it, 
yeah it 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 can get really not fun really fast so i'm all, even cautioning yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. to say no no abs absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah. absolutely no right. i'm i'm uh I, I'm I'm fully aware, um, and and I, I I'm not going to enjoy it that much anyway. Is the is the concern? But eh, we'll see. Well, but also don't I'll, stress I'll, yourself I'll, out about nah, it. Nah, I'll, at I'll, all. I'll have a look. I'll have a look. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So so yeah. Um, there there aren't German and Japanese scientists from World War Two living under the Pentagon. Um, the, the, in case that wasn't obvious to anyone. Uh, and let let's get to the meat of RFK's actual point that he gets to after that bit. Nine eleven happens. And 9-11, the, the, the neocons bring off of the shelf the Patriot Act, which basically is the beginning of the surveillance state in our country. Yeah. Nobody reads it. The only congressman to read it was my campaign manager, Dennis Kucinich. What? And he was in Congress <laughs> at, that, at that time, and he told me not one copy was available to any congressman. The 350 Act had suddenly appeared the day after 9-11. And that dismantles basically the United States Constitution. Um, interestingly, that act, which nobody read, had a provision in it that revokes effectively the Geneva Convention and the Nixon's bioweapons charter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no Congress people whatsoever read the Patriot Act before before voting for it. Sure thing, buddy. Dude, <laughs> what now? So he's saying the Patriot Act had a provision that effectively revoked the Geneva Conventions and and what he's calling the Nixon Bioweapons Charter. Yeah, no what? such charter. No such charter exists. Thank um, you. Nixon gave a speech once decrying bioweapons, and he was the one to sign the UN Biological Weapons Convention of 1971. Uh, so maybe that's what RFK is on about. In any case, the Patriot Act does no such thing. Um, there are legitimate problems with it, uh, but this absolutely isn't one of them. Um, the Act makes no mention of bioweapons, Geneva, the UN, Nixon, any of it. The the closest thing, and I had to read this fucking thing, the closest thing I could find was discussing bioterrorism and the things the US needs to do to counter it, uh, mostly vaccines and shit, uh, which does not include creating bioweapons in even an implied capacity. Um, so just complete nonsense yet again um, and so also all these mm, claims about mm, i don't know if we're going to talk more about bioweapons like the whole like weapon a little bit yeah a little okay all right I'll yeah um yeah this, it'll, that's, it'll, a, that's a fucking thing that's also a fucking thing <laughs> it's all a fucking thing with this i know um, it's a thing and a thing and a thing yeah it's a nesting um, doll of things <laughs> And not Russian like things doll like of conspiracy oh, like, bullshit. Yeah, like oh, um, this is a fucking thing, TM. Like as mm, a like oh, a fucking yeah. thing and yeah. a fucking thing. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yep. And all of this makes the next thing he says even stupider. Oh, all of the you know the so it basically relaunched the bioweapons uh, arms race. Um, there were two guys the who were Patriot Act, Patrick Leahy yeah. and Tom Daschle. A week later, they're stopping it. They're not going to let it pass. A week later, they get envelopes filled with anthrax in their offices. Congress is shut down. They're shut up. And while Congress is shut down, the Patriot Act gets passed. What? Um, so apparently there was a bioweapons arms race that we were all none the wiser about. Um, 
As for his thing about Congress getting shut down, and that's when the Patriot Act was passed, complete bullshit. Um, Congress enacted the Patriot Act by overwhelming bipartisan margins and was passed 357 to 66 in the House and 98 to 1 in the Senate. So the idea that Tom Daschle and Patrick Leahy were single-handedly preventing the Patriot Act from passing is absolutely untrue, especially when you consider that Tom Daschle was the majority leader at the time who sought unanimous consent to pass the proposal without debate or a amendment. As for Leahy, he agitated for some amendments to the Patriot Act, got his way, and voted for it. Hmm. Complete We have heard conspiracy mm-hmm. theories use this trope of the government shut down. No one was there, but they passed it. We've heard yeah, this. Yeah, there, there were, there were three people, was it? Is, over. Yeah, the, about, uh, about the creation of the Fed, yeah. wasn't it? The uh-huh. Federal Reserve. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, th- I this heard is that essentially shit all this, the fuck this... over the place. Like mm-hmm. when it was all buzzing about around, you yeah. know, whenever Ron Paul was running, it was mm. yeah. So, so this is this is the same repackaged conspiracy theory, but to to, to he's just kind of tacked it on there. Yeah. Um, as, yeah, as just, a, just a fun, pieces. just just a fun little reference for for the for the seasoned conspiracy theorist, I think almost. Yeah, and um, there's like Jade Helm shit in here. Like it's all yeah, the same shit yeah. all over again. So, <sighs> next up, RFK almost gets one right. And the Patriot Act relaunched the arms race. So the military begins, and by the way, that anthrax, which was also used as the excuse for going into Iraq and invading Iraq because Saddam Hussein did it, you know, we were told. What? It turns out after a two-year investigation, the FBI came back and said that anthrax was Ames anthrax, highly sophisticated. There's only one place in the world it could have come from, Fort Detrick, which is the CIA Pentagon lab. So the anthrax sent in those letters was derived from the same bacterial strain known as the Ames strain. It's a common strain isolated from a cow in Texas in 1981. It was first researched at the United States Army Medical Research Institute of Infectious Diseases um, at Fort Detrick in Maryland, uh, but then subsequently was distributed to 16 bio-research labs in the U.S., as well as three international locations, Canada, Sweden, and the United Kingdom. The FBI never actually caught who sent those letters, uh, but they were fairly sure it was a guy called Bruce Ivins who did actually work at the lab in Fort Detrick. So I'm, I'm going to give RFK Jr. half a point for this one and that's as much as he gets for this entire episode um just for the reference but but yeah so i i think he accidentally got that one kind of right ish almost well, but it's still um, manipulating the facts oh yeah but it's 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 still it's still yeah it's it's not yeah. right in the way he says it is um right. it is, is, yep. is the thing and 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 you know um there was concern about anthrax in iraq um you know but that's why the anthrax letters are why no apparently yeah that's yeah not the, 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 yeah yeah sure that's buddy. not uh-uh. um that didn't no yeah. lies um so next we've got another really stupid thing that he says so at that point the pentagon began because pumping a lot of money into bioweapons about two billion a year but they don't want to do it because they don't know if the patriot act is actually you know legal because the patriot act what it says is we're not revoking the Geneva Convention. We're not invoking the Bioweapons Charter. But we're making a law that any federal official that violates those two bills cannot be prosecuted. 
So the bill, of, so the treaties are still in place, but you know they give an exemption to all federal officials. What? So apparently, any federal officials can just wander around breaking the bioweapons and Geneva Conventions, according to this man. Um, it's it's profoundly stupid. I'm not even going to bother saying this is wrong because it's so obviously bullshit. It doesn't even warrant a response. And then, now, next up, what what do you suppose the consequences of violating the Geneva Conventions are? And it is perfectly fine to not know the answer to this, by the way. Trial in the Hague. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, um, uh, I hear idiots say court martialing a lot. Okay. So okay. Cool. Of, of like the country leader. Um, Sanctions. Let, well, let, hmm. Let's let let let's hear what RFK thinks it is, and then I'll I'll get to the um to the truth. The Pentagon's not sure that that's legal. And by the way, if you violate those provisions of Geneva, it's a death penalty. You get hanged. What? So they were worried about doing it, so they instead of putting it in house at the Pentagon, they put it and... all in NIH in Tony Fauci's shop. They give him a sixty-eight percent raise, which is why he became the highest-paid federal official in history. Right. So there is no punishment for breaking the Geneva Conventions. Um, the conventions are not laws; they are conventions, standards of conduct which are observed, uh, conduct which are observed by mutual agreement among nations. The concept of getting the death penalty for breaking them is utter fantasy, let alone by hanging for fuck's sake. Um, anyway, now, now, yeah, he's wouldn't mute. that just be, the conventions are just like, well, we've all agreed to this. So then, if you yeah, want to, we've take all agreed to this, and so and so, if anyone then breaks on, it, yeah, then you, the the rest of the international community can say, "Oi, you fucked up this agreement," and this, potentially this take further steps. Yeah, right? and and we yeah. we might we might all then later take you to the Hague, possibly. Um, Ugh, you know, if only. which yeah, I was gonna say with <laughs> historically. That's not the way this has gone. Right. Well, um, and I, so what, what is ringing in my ears and I don't like, I'm about to say something that might be very stupid. I don't know because I no, found out as soon as we've started recording this podcast, I have mm. found out so many things that I thought were true are not. And, um, but I have heard, a, you know, the thing is, is like in a conversation with me and you that wasn't being recorded, I'd be like, oh yeah, this thing, hmm. I'm going to hedge like crazy. Because mm. um, it is my understanding that uh, the Bush, from my you know from from my adulthood, Bush made it mm -hmm. more difficult for to for American leaders to be prosecuted internationally for war crimes. Oh, that's what I, I understand. Know. I don't know. Is is my answer to the that? The fact I that I'm no saying idea. it at this mm. point might like. It's probably wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, just don't because, get me and wrong. it sounds like, so, it, and it sounds sinister. Like it sounds like a sinister thing that that club. Yeah, I mean, possibly. You know, possibly. the Cheney it, Rove party would do, do. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it does sound like something they would do, but, but it wasn't also, the Patriot Act. Also, I don't know how that would work because you know, it's it's uh, ultimately it, it's not up to them what what the rest of the world decides. You know, you know what I mean. You know, as, as to right. you know, making it harder to process. If if the rest of the world goes fucking no, you're coming to the Hague and we're going to deal with you, then you don't really have that much of a choice. Well, um, then why didn't that happen though? Why? <laughs> it why, might just be why, us searching for a reason why all these war criminals 
are why isn't Tony? Why isn't Cube Tony now. Blair in prison? Right. Why isn't Vladimir Putin yeah. in prison? There are a lot of world leaders that should be in prison. Right. Um, anyway, uh, now, now RFK has weaved this whole narrative into Fauci's universe, uh, saying that the CIA gave NIH bioweapons research to do, and Fauci was in charge of it. Interestingly, Fauci did get a 68% pay rise across three years back in 2004, which took his salary up to $335,000 a year. Uh, his final salary before quitting in 2022 was $480,654. So he was indeed the highest paid federal official in history. Um, that much is true. Whenever this is brought up, though, there seems to be very little discussion as to why he was the highest paid federal official in U.S. history. Anthony Fauci is probably one of the highest qualified immunologists in the world, and he served as director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases from 1984 to 2022, so 38 years in the job. Uh, he was at the forefront of trying to tackle the AIDS epidemic, and he mm -hmm. personally made some serious medical breakthroughs with both rheumatism and cancer. Uh, the salary this man would have been able to earn in the private sector is unimaginable. Way more. <laughs> he could have been a CEO of a pharmaceutical yeah. company by this stage in his life, earning millions every year, but he chose to stick with public service. Uh, as for why he got this, that significant a pay rise in that short a space of time, I'm going to read part of a letter from Dr. Reynard Kingston sent in 2004. Uh, quote, more recently, Dr. Fauci has been a key figure in the White House and Department's response to bioterrorism. His contributions to this effort have been outstanding and include the development of the departmental strategy to augment smallpox vaccine supplies and the development of a plan to develop a new anthrax vaccine. He serves as an expert consultant to the White House, the Secretary of DHHS, Congressional Staff, and a number of HHS groups on the development of biodefense-related research and public health priorities. He is leading the development of a series of research initiatives, has coordinated fast-track initiatives for academia and industry participation in biodefense-related research, and is responsible for the development of future intermediate and long-range research plans and policies for a sustained and committed biomedical research response to bioterrorism threats. During financial year 2004, under Dr. Fauci's leadership, NIAID uh, significantly expanded, intensified, and accelerated its research programs in biodefense." All pretty self-explanatory um, that post 9-11 and post anthrax letters sent to senators, biodefense might be an immediate concern, and Fauci was the person to deal with it. Combine that with Bush's new pandemic preparedness efforts, which Fauci was pivotal in, and it explains quite a bit. Because that all happened at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and needless to say, the man wasn't getting paid off to make bioweapons, and you'd have to be a complete fucking moron to think so. Yeah, well, it, we're so... <laughs> we're mm. so... Um, it's so foreign to hear someone getting paid what they're worth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, th this is it. And, and most most federal salaries are capped. I think it's one hundred and seventy five thousand mm, dollars, I think. Yeah. But there are exceptions, um, particularly for uh, medical um, roles, uh, because they're so fucking necessary. Um, yeah. And, and, the, dis and the, the pay disparity the is so huge in the private, the sector. private sector. Yeah, will will pay an absolute fortune. Um, so so, you know, you, you've got to compete if you want the good people. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so wrong problem. Like, Mm -hmm. again, Mm -hmm. wrong problem. Okay. Yeah, I I, I don't think this is an issue. Um, Yeah, anyway, uh, next he gets into something we've already covered again. He was making more $450,000 a year. The president only makes $400,000. But it's because of that military uh, uh, salary he got, the 68% raise in the military. So he had to do bioweapons development. That's why he was going to gain a function. And then in 2014, three of the bugs escaped from labs in the United States. And everybody finds out about it. Congress has hearings. uh, 300 scientists write letters to Obama saying, sign a letter to Obama saying, you got to shut down Tony Fauci. He's going to create an epidemic. Obama shuts down all of Fauci's projects, orders them closed, has a moratorium, but Fauci doesn't shut them down. He continues doing them. And then he starts shipping everything over to Wuhan. Like he's some fucking like rogue actor, like, ha ha ha, I'm going to do it anyway. And the bugs escape the lab, like the the Keystone Cops. Um, Wackity-schmackity-doo. That's so again, crazy. we discussed this in our WHO episode, gain-of-function research, right? A moratorium was put on gain-of-function research back in 2014, that is true. As for why, it's not bioweapons or bugs escaped labs. It's that there was a gross mishandling of serious agents like anthrax in various labs across the US. And if you remember, that chicken was uh, injected with the wrong strain of influenza, etc., etc., it was nothing to do with bioweapons, nothing to do with gain-of-function research, and nothing to do with Fauci. Ugh. So, are, do we have more bioweapon talk? Because here's the thing about bio, um, like, the cutting-edge... I, I do... Maybe I should have mentioned this earlier, because I want people to hear this. Anytime no, that there is... there, Anytime people like RFK Jr. are invoking a advanced dangerous bioweapon technology Mm. it is a boogeyman for the most part like yeah diseases are a problem and we all go through it because we're all human beings we all get sick and things go badly and so we can think it's it's easy to rile up fear from a bioweapon because Mm. it's invisible you know like because of all the pernicious reasons why that's a scary prospect but in mm. reality, it's very difficult to use a pathogen as a bio weapon. And they yes. actually talk about it in uh, so behind the bastards just did a series on basically like um the danger of whipping folks into a froth through internet conspiracies. Mm. And one of the issues is the idea that there's an a bioweapon around every corner and every government is making them and using them is a historical. And it's also just like, it's not that easy to do. Like no, they're, they're no. using like James Bond toys as real technology. And that's just not how things work it is not oh yeah no it's 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 all based on fucking movies isn't it It right it always will be um and so what he's talking about is q making a neat little pen that Mm -hmm. you can that is a bioweapon and that's like that's bugs escaping a lab 
James Bond Q, not not Q and on Q. Oh yeah, um, right. Yeah. I mean, either at uh, this point from him, either yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, you're right, James Bond Q. Yeah, yes, yeah. James Bond Q, the yeah. fun one. Yeah, but like yeah. cutting edge bioweapon technology. Most of this stuff that is being is so pervasive in this fear mongering is impossible. It's literally mm. impossible. And like, yeah, all kinds of horrible tests were like, you know, like. CIA, FBI, like they were doing all kinds of crazy experiments and shit in America. There's stuff that happened mm. in my hometown in St. Louis that were like fucked up and it's like really bad stuff. But those tests proved how difficult it is to control and how difficult it is to use a bioweapon. And they found mm. that there were problems and they're like, well, we can't really do this anymore because this is this is a little out of control. And <laughs> like yeah, yes, poor it's, people it's have been a... used as guinea pigs, oh, uh, God, mostly yeah. people of color in this country. Yes, sure, we're talking about two different things, but they're invoking mm -hmm. images that are purely for fear mongering and have nothing to do with reality or very oh, yeah, little none, to do with reality. None of this is based in reality at all. No. Um, I, th this is a complete, complete aside, but I, I haven't really paid that much attention to the shelves behind RFK Jr. Now, for for, for <laughs> listeners, you can't see that much, but but there, there books, are ducks. There yeah. are nine ducks, right, and only six crucifixes, which says to me he worships <laughs> ducks more than he does Jesus. That's that's what I'm taking away from this. He's got nine wooden carved ducks and then six crucifixes that I can see, um, and I I'm betting there's I think more there's ducks a shrunken head. This. There's a shrunken head, there's a shark as well. He's all kinds of shit. I would love to be able to see some of the titles of the books on this. I can see one big one that just says Jesus. I think um, you're which, wishfully which thinking and trying to distract yourself is what you're doing. I just, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's just weird. It's weird for a, a, for a presidential... I mean, compare this to, to fucking DeSantis, you know, who had, you know... Like a, a, a statesman-like background, he had a fucking flag somewhere, he had a proper microphone, a decent camera as well, like his his production values for, for his uh, for his little interview were pretty decent, whereas this, this well, is just grandpa on Zoom, this is what this is. He's a governor, is. so the state of Florida probably paid for it. Most likely, but RFK's fucking loaded, so he could definitely afford it. Yeah, that's true. Um, but he just... He's, oh, good. Thanks I'm, for reminding I'm, I'm, me. At least he's stinking fucking rich. At least he's super rich, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, and he's a fucking lawyer as well, so, you know, it's it's, it's not like he's uh, ever Well, that's been actually a point that was really will be. good, and maybe this comes up too, but, but the fact mm -hmm. that he's a lawyer means mm. he's, like, it's his job to learn how to argue. It doesn't mean that it's his job to be right in his heart on the inside it means he's good at arguing that's the job i don't, I don't even think he's good at that I sure just or even was no at one, some point no one pushes back i would like the, the the problem is this is the kind of man that you couldn't have a debate with because none of his none of his ideas or the things yeah, he says he are make, based in uh, it's just not based up. in reality so it's, how are yeah. you supposed to debate that um yeah and he's good at throwing and, out a bunch of stuff that is separately needs to be debunked because he can confidently yeah. deliver a lie yeah. yeah i i yeah for, for each of these clips i've got three or four fucking things um yeah. and you know i i 
if I was Joe Biden, I wouldn't fucking debate him either. What would be the point of that? Um, yeah, no, no that, that's just, absolutely just, right. Just, You're absolutely right. It would be an exercise in slapping yourself in the face with a wet fish. And that's, well, that's basically the whole the whole. I've expressed affair. my opposition to that particular instance already. We know how I yeah. feel. It's not yeah. great. Uh, yeah. I'm enjoying it. Right. Yeah. Well, but also like your platforming. Yeah, that is like Joe Biden would be platforming Infowars ideas because that's a lot of what this shit that he's saying so like no he's yes yes joe biden uh, should uh, not a, a lot of it a lot of it comes back to some very um dangerous underlying rhetoric yeah and uh, let's, tired let's, tropes let's let's, let's put yeah. it that way yeah because i mean you know if, if you if you really start um going back to it you know the the, the whole fucking idea of um of you know vaccine being anti-vax etc circles back to you know poison the well kind of shit you know right. um and and veiled anti-semitism so um anyway uh yeah he's 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 talked for a little bit more for quite a bit more again all of those were connected clips and i did cut a little bit out the front um because it was just that stupid history lesson um about people living under the pentagon uh but so it's Dude. time for russell to come back so let's just have a look at his fawning response to all of this bullshit <laughs> bloody hell robert right to see this sort of the intricate bloody relationships hell. between these varying complex ideas outlaid in this mad anecdotal way this fireside chat <laughs> with an uncle who explains that, that there is just entrenched corruption everywhere you look uh, it's a, a, a real anecdotes. delight but also quite bloody for. terrifying as a matter of fact um, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it would be quite terrifying, Russell, if yeah. any of it was true. If true! Um, as, as it is, I don't think he's said a single whole truth at all, but Russell is eating it up with a fucking spoon. He loves this. Um, so next, uh, Brand finally asks his Ukraine question proper. Bobby, I want to ask you this. How are we to take seriously the claim that the war between Ukraine and Russia elicits the involvement of America only from a humanitarian perspective when it is so costly and humanitarianism so seldom seems like the motivation for war? There's a hundred billion dollars. I don't know I'm telling you any facts. You're about to hit me on the head with 10,000 of them. Probably tell me that Marilyn Monroe gave him on the way out of a bedroom somewhere like so like uh, so um Bobby tell me what's going on with this war is it a proxy war are we pushing Russia and China into a closer alliance and uh, how are you bloody well going to undo this in the like like you know I mean after this question the war one we're going to go through these pledges and then we're going to talk about like what's going to happen if you know, if this stuff gets properly off the ground, and I know you've got 20% in the polls. So firstly, yeah, is it a humanitarian war? What's going on with the expenditure? How do you end these wars? What's going to be the impact of the escalating tensions between uh, the US and Russia? And of course, the agitation of China through the semiconductor Taiwan gear. Um, so Marilyn Monroe giving RFK's information from out of a bedroom somewhere would make about as much sense as anything else he said today. So sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, Fair. right. Um, I, I, I do feel like Russell's getting his timelines a bit fucking crossed there yeah. because a uh, bit of an age gap. But anyway, but that's um, what they're relying on, which is this is so it. Stupid. Uh, so long, long question there. Rambly in true brand form, bit of a bramble. Um, so let's Ramble. see how uh, let's see how RFK answers. Or is this? Um, 
Zelensky runs in 2019. We then overthrow, we helped to overthrow the democratically elected government of the Ukraine in 2014 and install a very ultra-natural natural nationalist, and that is a polite way of describing them, ultra-nationalist, um, you know, governments there that's extremely anti-Russian. That prompts the Russians to go in matter? and invade Crimea because they're terrified that they, that now that we have our own government in place there, we're going to put the really? naval of our U.S. Navy fleet in a warm water port that they've had for, I think, 370 years. It, it has been, it, it's their only warm water port. It's, it's, their, it's their way of, you know, having a military presence in the Black Sea. They're terrified we're going to go in there. So they invade Crimea. Okay. Um, so, so he fully believes that Ukraine is Russian territory. Um, so <sighs> the, uh, yeah, the Russians invaded and annexed Crimea because they were scared, apparently. Um, the whole bit yeah, about the, U right. the U.S. instigating a coup in Ukraine is complete Russian propaganda. Um, as for the idea of the Ukraine government hating Russia, I wonder why. Yeah, um, yeah. Whatever could have caused such a thing. They How fucking it. stupid. Um, yeah. It. To go what? back to Russia being scared about the whole warm water port in Crimea thing, it's literal Russian propaganda that he's regurgitating. Yeah. There's no facts to it, no basis, no nothing. The US Navy was never going to sit in port in Ukraine. It's just completely ludicrous. I have a firm belief that this man is as much of a Russian asset as Trump is, by the way. Um, yeah, so next... Uh, Oh, another bold-faced lie. Then um, the new Russian government comes in and enacts all of these oppressive uh, um, uh, laws against the ethnic Russian majority in uh, eastern Ukraine. 80% of the people in the Donbass are ethnic Russians. And they were able to have their own language, and uh, they felt part of the Ukraine. But suddenly, there's all these laws being okay. passed, and you, you know that language is no longer any good. You have to speak Ukrainian and treat it essentially as redheaded stepchildren. That make any and sense. they start doing protests, and the government then reacts violently, and you basically have a civil war in which fourteen thousand ethnic Russians are killed. <laughs> uh, Anytime I indeed, feel so. bad about being uh. incoherent you play me this clip how about that <laughs> so there were fourteen thousand total deaths in the first russo-ukrainian war how did you sort this one out i'm, I'm just impressed at this point that was Do you know what? I, sp on, I, sp I spent I spent so long listening to this guy that, that i i you learned I, it I, I i understand where what he's trying to say okay um Respect. Yeah, so 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 I appreciate yeah, you, friend. Man, oh man. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, this is the most I have seen you rub your eyes. <laughs> yeah, no. Um so it's, it's not because I'm tired. Um I know. Uh, so he's See, so yeah, he's he's saying that the the the, the you know Ru Russia annexing fucking Crimea and all that. He's saying that was a civil war. That was a civil war caused by uh, caused by Ukraine um, basically clamping down on on ethnic Russians in the region and and and, and not being Ukrainian enough. Um, so 
Yeah, there were 14,000 total deaths in the first Russo-Ukrainian war, so that's on both sides, uh, which was prompted by the annexation of Crimea by Russia. That's what he's talking about here. The laws against the ethnic Russian community, as RFK puts it, is also complete shit. Um, there were pro-Ukrainian laws put into place to establish, well, to re-establish sovereignty um, and the sanctity of the Ukrainian language um, and, and establish that as the official language of Ukraine, which to me makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it's not fair to say that these were oppressing ethnic Russians. Um, th this, in fact, just ties into more current-day propaganda from Russia, saying that Russian speakers were getting murdered in Ukraine. Right. Um, it, it's, yeah, it, it all just ties back into itself. And huh, next, uh, RFK talks himself up in a very stupid and transparent way. Put yourself in our position. You know, I was here in 1962 when the Russians put nuclear missile sites in Cuba and we were ready to invade, even though we didn't even know they had that, that they were armed at that point. And if they had also, you know, if Mexico did that, we'd be in there in a second. If Mexico started killing American expatriates, you know, 14,000 of them, we'd invade in a second. So we have a Monroe Doctrine and we've been forced for hundreds of years that says, Nobody can put any, no other major power can put any military equipment in our hemisphere. The, meanwhile, we've never been invaded. The Russians have been invaded three times through Ukraine. The last time they were invaded during World War II, they were invaded through the Ukraine. Uh, one out of every seven Russians was killed, 13% of the population. I don't think he understands what a hemisphere is. Mm -hmm. um, I was here in 1962. I mean, okay. that's true in that he was alive at yeah. that time and his yeah. uncle was the president, but he was eight years old. Yeah. I was here in 1962. You were playing with toy cars, you bloviating prick. I want to take this opportunity to point out that we have literally no reason whatsoever to believe that RFK Jr. knows anything about anything, least of all foreign policy, military history, or politics. He's never once held any kind of elected office, he's never been in the military, and he's never so much as represented his country in a fucking spelling bee. Yep. If he was talking about law or the environment, I might listen, as he's actually, he's actually spent good chunks of his life doing those things but on these subjects the man is as knowledgeable as a fortune cookie and even less fucking accurate yes oh mm. man even the but even the good stuff like to me because like i've mm. i've i've tried to educate myself on on what the good would be mm -hmm. and it's so it just pales like there's just yeah no 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 I, absolutely i, I would i would in a i would hideous possibly bucket. listen to some of it a lot a lot of the good quote good shit that he's done was a long time ago by exactly now as well yeah um so so yeah e even that and and who knows where the fuck his mind has gone on subjects of the law or the environment in that time now yeah with all that, right with, exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah and that's but there have been clips that have like that he's willingly shared They're yeah like, Wait a yeah mm, now with all that said I'm about done with this fucking guy. I'm genuinely done. And I, I, I cannot stand to tolerate this bullshit for even a second longer uh, because it's just the same exercise of him saying something and me saying, that's not true. 
Yeah. And and that's it. There's not even any fucking interesting source that he's gone for. He's just making shit up. And there is only so much of that I am willing to tolerate. Um, I, I've got a couple of final clips, uh, but other than that, I'm, I'm just fucking done. So the next clip is is how they sign off uh, this first interview. This is a war where Ukraine has been made a victim, not just by Russia, but by the United States government. I don't think you're going to hear that kind of conversation, those kind of ideas, that kind of transparency on the mainstream media or from a mainstream politician. Uh, Robert, we will be supporting you and uh, discussing you for as long as your campaign continues. And I uh, pray that it ends in success for you and for the people of America and for the world. Thank you so much for joining us today. Russell, thanks so much for having us and for being so outspoken truth teller on these issues for the last three years. You've been a you've been a little oasis in a desert of disinformation. So thank you. <laughs> sure, buddy. Sure. Have Story just, time today. Yeah. Right. Just complete gross brown nosing from both sides there. It's yeah, just wow. yeah. The um, last three years, huh? Mm-hmm. Getting mm-hmm. Ready then. No, 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 so not for myself. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he he's saying. I, I think since since 2020 was all he was meaning. So since the vaccine shit started coming out, I think it was before that. Anyway. Um, oh, sure, sure, sure. I've, I'm I've, just I've interested got a, got, in that moment yeah. of truth. Why else would he say it? You know what I mean? He has yeah, no yeah, incentive yeah, yeah. to lie. Yeah. You yeah, know? not about that anyway. Um, right, exactly. Yeah, that, uh, I've, I've only got, that. Got a, only that, yeah. I've got a couple more clips. So, so now the, the, the next one is from the second time RFK Jr. came on Russell's show. Um, he came on with his wife, Cheryl Hines, who was previously in <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, in an effort to soften his image and broaden his appeal. Um, thankfully, she then left in order to uh, let the men talk. Um fabulously 50s of it um at, at which stage brand and rfk chatted genuine shit that's as factually accurate as what we've dealt with today and accordingly i've not really bothered cutting many clips from that other than this last one to illustrate that brand has actually been fundraising for rfk's campaign uh, if your campaign is going to be funded solely by my pull-ups, you might find that you're a bit short. But in order to donate to me and Bobby's pull-up challenge, you can go to kennedy24.com forward slash pull-up to make your donation. And indeed, if I do end up losing, I will be very happy, honoured even, to join you on the campaign trail. Thanks, Bobby, for giving us access once more to your thoughts. Thanks for introducing us to Cheryl. Thank you for your bravery, mate. And I I, I'm look forward to supporting you further. Thank you. Thank you very much, Russell. Cheers, mate. You're a good man. Thank you, sir. Mm. Is Russell uh, just naked under that kimono? Is a little bit. Yeah, one? yeah. He he he, he, he said he wore. Yeah, no, he is. There, there was a there, there is a point um, just prior to this where he, he takes the kimono off um, to 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 show how weak his body is in comparison to RFK and how he's going to get absolutely trounced in this pull-up competition that they've uh, that they're doing. So, so yeah, a pull-up competition was announced between them, and and um, uh, and yeah. Not much to say about that, really. It's raising money for RFK Jr.'s campaign. Fantastic. And he even wants to join RFK on the campaign trail, should, there ever, should there ever be one. Um, yeah, he does. 
Jesus. After the whole Ed Miliband thing we covered in our Don't Vote episode, Russell had said he'd never endorse a political candidate again, but I'd say mm. this is about as close as it could possibly get to doing so without yeah. explicitly saying, vote for RFK Jr. Um, yeah. So, yeah, well, and I think that troubling. that's what is alarming to me is mm. that's what mm. and I, I do think that Russell's taking a bit of a scattershot approach obviously because mm. marianne williams has also been on a show that i know of yeah and he's, desantis he's not, and like he's trying to he's not he's not kind of had the same level of enthusiasm for any of the rest of them for marianne williamson yeah. or, or connell west um you oh, know right. it's connell it west, yeah. Cornel west yeah. yeah um yeah. Or, or or desantis you know i mean he's he's still i don't know he did like desantis to be fair but uh, not to the degree that we've seen here but then yeah. i i wonder whether whether rfk is becoming uh, at this point, too much of a toxic commodity. Um, we're, we'll see. Um, but uh, well, but, yeah, yeah, but that's so, what bothers me and, and alarms me is like, it uh, seems like a gamble he's willing to take because what we saw in 26 to 2015 was like Alex Jones, I'm never, I'm above the left right paradigm, hitching mm. his wagon to Trump as yeah, an opportunity. Yeah. And honestly, as a business decision, makes perfect sense and obviously there's no care or compassion in these choices these people are making it did it did, it did short term i question whether it did long -term. i oh absolutely uh, i agree yeah. but that's what um, i'm saying is is like the a, a propagandist's um business decisions i i think inherently are not long term um yeah true, true but true. the amount of damage they can do in a short term period while making a lot of money is obviously something we don't address and don't talk enough about um or warn mm, against in a, a way society, that we should yeah. yeah as a society yeah obviously you and i we are we very invested <laughs> yeah um, yeah yeah ask all yeah, the shit no. that has not gotten done around my house yes i spend mm, a lot more time on this <laughs> but me like too. that's what i'm saying it's like uh, that's uh, it's the the confluence that makes me that that multiplies my unease mm, yeah no i i agree i agree i i um yeah i i think the the good thing about him hitching his wagon to rfk is is that uh yes the things that rfk says are dangerous and there is a body like there is blood on this man's hands um but he's he's never gonna be president i i i i, I don't care who comes for me this man is never ever going to be president of the united states not for a fucking second um whereas desantis has a shot he at least has a shot um it's a slim fucking shot but it's there um so anyway we we, we have one final clip from here and it was just a small tidbit that i found a little bit worrying I think you'll agree that there's a great deal to unpack and appreciate in that complex conversation with RFK. If you're a member of our locals community, you can hear the whole interview, including some exclusive revelations that I simply have to keep under veiled just for you. Just click the red button below hmm. to hear even more from the brilliant RFK Jr. So clearly RFK rambled on for a bit longer than we were made aware of in the edited version. And I'm deadly curious what in the fuck could possibly be more ridiculous or explosive than the things he's already said. But apparently there is locals exclusive content from RFK Jr. So it's either completely banal or over racism or anti-Semitism. And 
it's impossible to know which yeah or the aids thing and it's impossible to know which without giving russell money which i refuse to do so um so yeah that's that's not worth your stress and he says all this stuff in other avenues that's also something that was now no yeah well the the mention uh, someone you know i've i've been taking in a lot of content to (sighs) try to be armed right in this um, against this rfk business um and one of the things that he like he had been banned for disinformation from all these platforms Mm. but figured out how to get around that system by because by he's running for candidate. presidential candidate and mm-hmm. and like he doesn't have to have his own podcast he doesn't have to make his own content if he is a guest on other podcasts and other shows that's i think like he does a have a podcast i think he i mean probably but like but that mm-hmm. is what can be banned from platforms well he's now on rumble he's now got his own rumble channel oh, i don't know if well, you knew that anyway, um yeah Jesus. no he's 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 joined that bandwagon he's he's uh Supposed to be a big fucking deal that he's got his own Rumble channel. Right. To which well, I basically, say, he, there's there's like who basically gives a shit. He was um, he was deplatformed and has since been yeah. replatformed because yeah. of a presidential candidate. I don't know. Run. I don't know his subscriber count. Oh, that, that reminds me. I keep forgetting to fucking tell the audience. By the way. Oh yeah. Audience, <sighs> on a completely separate note, since we started this podcast, Russell Brand's uh, Rumble following has grown by twenty percent. 20% since we started this podcast. And it's only, it's been a couple of months. Yeah. 20%. We've been at this for a minute and a half. Don't it call. is a worrying fucking trajectory. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm going to look up in a second how many followers uh, RFK Jr. has actually, because I'm curious. I bet this it's not as many as Russell. Really um, upsetting. Anyway, and, and also, uh, he's overtaken Stephen Crowder now in terms of uh, number of followers on Rumble. So. There we go. Officially I bigger mean, than Crowder. But also like, um, fair. Also fair. Stephen Crowder's fucking the worst. Man, uh, no, actually, 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 you know what? Tim Pool is the worst. Stephen Crowder is just slightly above the worst. Yeah, but they're bumps um, on a log. I mean, compared to what Russell yeah, right. can deliver. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Um finally, uh, what more did we want to say about RFK Jr. while we have the chance? Because there's there's plenty that I haven't covered. So his children's defense fund, which is anti-vax for kids. Uh, his assertions that COVID-19 was a race-specific bioweapon that favored Ashkenazi Jews and the Chinese. Oh, my God. Um, his, his telling His telling a Samoan population not to get vaccinated, leading to the deaths of 84 children. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's all completely fucked. Like when I say he's got blood on his hands, I fucking mean it. Well, and the uh, and AIDS dis- disinformation that has just been rampant, mm-hmm. and and I've yeah. heard, I've heard this the the seeds that he planted of disinformation in other you know popping up in other places. That's the thing is like, it doesn't take much if you have bad actors that are invested mm. in their own narr in pushing their own narratives. Because it's it's just so much harder to put that toothpaste back in the tube. I mean, yeah. you just look at Andrew Wakefield, and there, and then people that could do something didn't take it as seriously as they should have. And yeah, the blood is on all of their hands. This is and mm. it, it's. I think it's easy to. I don't know. I I don't. 
this isn't about a roast. You know, this isn't, I'm, I, yeah. this isn't about a roast. This isn't about gotcha. This is like really serious. People are harmed. And even just with the Rus Russian disinfo, something that like I even, I posted in my own, uh, instagram story and it's just like it's it's another thing it's another drop in this really awful bucket but like don't demonize an entire country like russia or whatever right it's no, not no. fair to assign that kind of blame to all the people in the country that's not fair no, no. but understanding the way that russian media works understanding the incentives that are offered that can i mean the the idea of like quote-unquote russian asset is that is there's a panoply there's so many different ways that someone could be that but reminding yeah, yeah, yeah. folks that like the russian government just passed laws that are the most strict like passed laws against trans people Mm -hmm. that are like the, some of the strictest in the world more and laws against trans people more, exactly more and that's the thing is like yeah. what there's there's a lot of folks that can come out of the woodwork and defend russia and be stoked on russia and what gets lost is their pernicious uh, persecution of of lgbtq people like and mm. th that to me is what i look for in a government to trust you know like in trusting a government like that's that's one of those things that you have to keep your you have to keep your human rights ear open always yeah no no for, for sure it's fair it's, towards russia is like it's it's a totalitarian dictatorship there's, yeah. there's 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 no questioning um there's no questioning that and and you can't lay everything there, there's an important distinction between russia the russian government and the russian people exactly. um and i i have friends who are russian you know, I, I have friends who have fucking left Russia because, yeah. you know, especially yeah. queer friends, right? Yeah. Um, because they have there, to leave. They have to go because somewhere. they would be killed yeah. if they were still in Russia. I know yeah. that with absolute certainty. Um, and things are yeah. bad here, but they're not yeah. that. And I'd like no. to never get to that point. Thank you. That's the hope. Um, so I've, I've I've just brought up Robert F Kennedy Jr.'s Rumble channel. He's got he's got fifty seven point seven thousand followers. And that's it. That's his little that's his little Rumble thing. You Russell, on the other hand, One's is too one... many though. I don't like. I don't right. think any of that. No, I agree. Russell, on the other hand, on Rumble has one point three three million um, at this point. So that's encouraging, and you know. Six and a half million on YouTube, who at least will see the first fifteen. Well, and, and I think that even the num the number is a little clips. hard. Yeah, well, the, mm. the number is a little hard to wrap your head around. I think the growth of twenty percent in such a mm. short time that yeah. makes me uneasy. I yes. don't like that. That and, is a frightening trajectory. Yeah, because I mean, and yeah, it's that's that's um really bad. It, it's intimidating, mm -hmm. honestly. Um. Mm -hmm feels very like <laughs> we've got our little rock in a sling and we're just trying <laughs> yeah it's, yeah just just kind of hoping i don't know some part of his heel crumbles away or something i don't know but um yeah, yeah i can't no, think of anything else not... necessarily to say i mean i uh i think that we just we don't have the luxury of ignoring any of this stuff and that sucks and it feels no, bad I, I, 
I think it needs addressing, and and then I think everyone needs to just fucking stop talking about this man. Um, to 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 just because he's gonna say this crazy shit like the fucking race specific bioweapon thing, you know, yeah, that the, that's designed to let Ashkenazi Jews and the Chinese live and everyone else die. You know, it's 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 insane shit that he's gonna say. Um, shit, why? Um, if okay it's a weird combination that one yeah right <laughs> like the the chinese and the ashkenazi jews were working together to <laughs> like that's an that's interesting a, like, partnership or, or I would like, like to... why would the why would they engineer it that way and i just and like, how how okay, how would yeah. you get it so that so Who that it they was, which it they was, and then how would they do yeah. that? Which because it's not how possible. Is it even, I don't race think that specific bioweapons don't exist. Period. No. They tried no. it. They did. That's part of it. Like that. There was a, all kinds of efforts to make crazy bioweapons, and a lot of them didn't work. Did, so do you that's think, why. Do you that's think why we went Nazis, robot dogs. That's why do we you, went robot dogs. Do you think the Nazis wouldn't have appreciated a bioweapon that would just kill all the Jews? Because no uh, you know. Because <laughs> that was kind of what they were aiming at. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, they found it was way more a pain in the ass than they thought. Right. And um, mm. I just, I, uh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Somebody said I sound like Roger Rabbit when I'm really upset. <laughs> <laughs> and it may, some folks may take that as uh, <sighs> of some negative. Um, that's, maybe one so, of the best a wild things compliment yeah i've that was great. ever heard and to that that's i say great. please keep listening and i appreciate you <laughs> uh like that's because yeah you know uh, what roger rab is gonna come out when i got nothing because it's like yeah but I, i'm you know frustrated that's, and that's I, this I whole guy's thing that's a lot whole, of us this are. whole guy's thing is is it and it is incredibly frustrating to just have someone just stand there and outright lie for hours, yeah. um, you know, and 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 w without any basis to the things that he's saying at all. It's remarkable. Um, and yeah, it is rich white guys confidently lie a lot. Sounds like a problem. I know, but at least some of them base it in something. Um, <laughs> you know, and I, some I, of them I, are entertaining. God, they at least try to yeah. to to pretend that it's real. Yeah. Uh, well, I do. Anyway. I feel better. Like I feel better mm. knowing that we did this. Yeah. And and yeah. also the the coverage I've seen is very heartening. And while some yeah. of it is like, oh, this it's impossible. It's it's not that I don't feel feel like. It's impossible for him to be president. Yes. I just I've thought that already. Yeah, and yeah. I can't I can't allow myself to think that again. I, I understand can't. why. I understand why, but there is just no way. Yeah. There is just no way, especially while this man's running as a democrat. Not a fucking chance oh, no, totally. in hell. Well, but not it's... a chance in hell. But you never oh. know, like you just never. I ew. even if he switched teams, he'd have Trump to go up against. He'd have DeSantis to go up against, and even DeSantis comes across more fucking sane than this guy. So, yeah, you know, I just, yeah. I, I, I can't um, ever. I can't, I can't 
underestimate the depravity. Yeah, no, it's it's like you, that's kind of where I'm coming from. I yeah, mm, and I, I I get that. You, you almost you almost do, you, you don't have the luxury of, of feeling sure about anything anymore. <laughs> yes, um, that's be, true. Beca because say, of what happened in 2016, mm, and I'm touching and, my and, nose and, right now. I think you nailed it on that one. <laughs> and, and and because of the 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 apathy around Joe Biden as well. You know, there oh, yeah. there is a oh yeah. You know, the the it's it's that fucking trope of like oh nobody voted for Biden they voted for Biden didn't yeah. they you know voted Fuck against off Donald Trump, Trump. exactly yeah. um you know and and there is an element of that um but uh, I'm just but, hey, bring you know, it back least, to Running Man at least uh, both you know those what? governors just fighting each other I th I think. I, uh, if, I, if I had I, I my think. druthers, if your last, if your family was already president, bye, because we don't mm. have, we we shouldn't mm. have a, a, a generational monarchy. That's kind of what this country was about, and game show hosts don't get to be president. I just think that mm. enough people recognizing your name on a ballot is. Not, I just don't believe that of the hundred best people in america as yeah, no, pre no, no. the best people that. for president i know mm. i know and i'd like to at least bring attention to the reality of like first of all what makes what would make you a good president is not wanting to do it so we're already screwed yeah but, we need it we need a, the, the world needs just uh, a thousand marcus aureliuses that's that's what the world kind of needs just just maybe less war focused yeah. i'm um, like i don't know let, that i even sign off on that <laughs> <laughs> Late stage Marcus Aureliuses, you know, like the just before he died, that kind of, you know, that kind of. Era. Yeah, but all the kings um, do that. All regretful. the kings, all the kings um, live their whole lives, and then they tell their grandsons like, "Don't love war like I did," and none of them fucking listen. So obviously, mm. that's not effective. <laughs> we just need to actually, like, it's just mm, being on TV or being in movies mm. doesn't make you the best for. I mean, For do you know president. what? Just you, br you, you, you bring up the running man, I feel like maybe that should be the system. Just just a fucking... A gauntlet of some kind? Yeah, yeah. Fight you, and die you want and whoever, election whoever by purge? Is that your country. plan? <laughs> Do you know what? It'd at least be more entertaining. It'd be. I don't. I don't think RFK Jr. You know, he's he's pretty buff, but I don't think he'd go. He'd, he'd last that long. He's he's quite old. You know. Biden oh. definitely wouldn't go through it. Trump would be dead within half a second. Yeah, you know, true. you'd definitely get some younger candidates, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm right. Sick of, I think, I'm I think kind the, of sick of old white men at this point. I, yeah. Well, honest. right. I just I, I I do think that we've we've identified essentially the <laughs> issue, which is merit has nothing mm. to do with it, which is a problem. Yeah. And at this stage, I'd happily have Schwarzenegger above all of them. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Jesse Ventura would be my pick, but out of the two of them, really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, that's Pinning curious. That. Yep. We'll yeah, talk about that's, it. That's 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 that's, that's, that's another that's an off brand. for another that's, season. That's, yeah. That's an off-brand subject. We're getting into that in a minute because yeah. Schwarzenegger in recent years has been fucking right on. I think he's 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 you know in 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 i don't know the last five or six years he's jesse um, the body ventura as my man uh, uh, uh listen of that very limited group i need to be <laughs> it's a small i need to be crystal clear 
It's a small group. That's mm, yep. We're, yeah, I mean, we're, if, if we're taking if we're taking eighties action stars, is is you know, I mean, oh, I feel like I out, out of them. out of a lot of them, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't get I wouldn't put Stallone up there. I don't I don't think he's got no. the no no um, no no no. Bruce Van Damme's Willis, out. Bruce Willis. Bruce no. Willis. Is, he's had nice moments. I you know what? Yeah, this, he's. We um, are in fraught fucking territory, and I'm gonna be frank with you. I don't I don't. I'm, I Do don't you know what? This, this, this game is this, not fun anymore. <laughs> I, I, this, 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 I'm quite enjoying the fantasy, to be honest. Of, of you know, but, but Bruce Willis wouldn't be able to do it for health reasons at this point. God love him, bless him. Um, I know. Well, right. It's very um, sad. Um, yeah. Who else? I've, who else? I keep thinking of like Dolph uh, Lundgren. <laughs> not bad. He's smart. Yeah. yeah. Smart. Capable. Yeah. Maybe. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't like this game. I'm, mm -mm. I, I kind of feel like it's, it's a little Russian roulette -y to me. I don't like it. I'm going to find out so uh, many terrible things really soon. No, the actual Russian roulette is the, is the Republican side of it. The, oh the whole candidacy is Russian roulette. But also, Literally the point, and figuratively. Is, uh, the yeah, point I'm trying to make, yeah. movie and TV stars shouldn't be in off i mean like listen no. honestly dolph no, lundgren is not. a great example because uh, what do i don't remember what uh degree he was mm. biochemist no oh my god uh, anyway yeah he's an ex he's a smart expert yeah he's an actually, actually educated person. yeah like educated academic mm. person oh, aside oh, from one, that one important mm -mm, one important mm -mm, take mm -mm. <laughs> one important take you that, say that, all that, you want i just i'm, I'm not gonna, digging a I'm hole gonna. myself anymore I'm gonna, cause the one thing that I think will happen is, and 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 I think he'll fucking win when he does it. Is there is eventually going to be a Dwayne the Rock Johnson political campaign yeah. to be president, and I think the second he runs, he's fucking won. Like he will. Oh, if he does, he will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he he will absolutely. If there if there was one person that was going to unify the country, probably that guy. Oh, weirdly, do you weirdly. know about politics though? Uh, previously Republican. He's been pretty quiet in recent years. Um, yeah, why do you think that is? Yeah, that's that's it. That's it. So, you know, but but I mean, in terms of his campaign, he would unify the country in terms of the vote. Yeah. Um, I, th I think I think everyone would be like, because everyone fucking loves the guy. I, I love him from back in, like, I used to watch uh, wrestling back in the Attitude Era. So, you know, every, every week People's I'd elbow, watch. baby. Yeah, yeah. him and Stone Cold Steve Austin beating the piss out of each other was one of my favorite parts of my childhood. Um, you know, and, and then you've, you've seen him develop into, you know, bloody a-list actor and whatever else you know one of the most profitable as people an actor in Hollywood. killing it doing great baby yeah not even that good an actor not even that good an actor but be. you know what he's, he's entertaining what he's entertaining yeah, yeah. and uh, fantastic in jumanji as well that was a great and movie was, was not expecting that to be enjoyable but he was great politics no, politics not, should be fucking boring politics sh it's you're a public servant yeah. You should yeah. be a skilled negotiator to get along with other people and organize and I think he can do represent. that. I think he can he can he can do that. I don't I don't know how the thing is, right? The thing I will say about the the rock is is Are we gonna fight? Did, if, are we gonna have our first fight no, in front no. of the listeners? <laughs> Maybe. Are you trying to make a movie star? Are you no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. 
But the thing I will say is that if he went up for the job, I could at least trust that he would take it seriously, which I could not say for Donald Trump. I I I think he would. I think he would. That's my that's my personal opinion. But based on all of the shit that I've seen him say and do over the years, I think he would at least want to do a good job because there is in earnest somewhere inside him a good person with a kind heart. I think he would genuinely want to do his best by the American people. A lot of that, stuff that's that that's my perspective. Was speaking at Republican um, political events. As as the character The Rock, as the character The Rock, it is worth pointing out. Um, and this was nearly 30 years ago. Well, so, but, or at least, at least 20 years ago. I think taking it, it might've been early 2000. I thought it was like, well, I just, I think that taking it seriously Mm. is like, is, is Mm. subjective. I don't know. What, what I did just have like a fun, um, Mm. thought experiment in my mind where like, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is a person of color. Mm. And so yeah, yeah, unifying the country behind like that would be a real pickle for racists. Oh yeah. In America. Yeah. Especially as I might I be, be back bet. on board for this reason. Uh, it, it would be fascinating to watch from that perspective. C- c- you know, cuz all of them will have watched and and enjoyed his movies as well. No doubt. Or or will have loved his wrestling career or or mm-hmm. you know. It's yeah. It, that it would, it would is be interesting. really interesting. I I, th- I think it'll happen. I think it'll happen at some point in the next twenty years. I that man is gonna. That I man is gonna be smart. president. I think he's <laughs> that too man smart. Is gonna be I, president. I, I think he's I too wouldn't. Smart. I I wouldn't credit him with that. I I think <laughs> I think he's. I don't think he's dumb. But but I. I think I, um, any man who's a person of color watching what happened to Barack Obama would be that. The whatever notion that would override, oh no, that's I'm not doing that. You in danger, girl. Yeah, I'm not doing but, that. But it but would be an interesting always... predicament for a section of Americans. Yeah, and I, I can't wait real... to see it. I can't wait to see it because I think it's going to happen. Uh, but I, uh, but but also, like, don't forget, in order to be to to get to the kind of position that 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 Dwayne Johnson is in, you have to have um, a lot of things, but an ego is one of them. Uh, and 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 yeah. you you have you have to think a oh, lot yeah. of yourself. You have to think uh, you have to think a lot of yourself to be able to believe that you can achieve the things that he's done. Um, you know, and and I think that uh, that could override the thing of you know oh. This is what Obama went through. Also, it was a different time. It was a very two two thousand and eight to to you know, and two thousand and twelve. They were we we were yes 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 yes. We were discussing this about a separate subject, but the world has changed a lot in the last ten years. A lot in the last. Well, I feel like the racism part has actually gotten a lot more overt and ugly, which is what would give. That's one of the ways it's changed. That's one of the ways it's changed. but uh I But also I, there I are more know, fast I, furious movies, I guess. <laughs> more fast and furious movies, more <laughs> more the rock movies in general. Um, right. right, exactly. Right, 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 yeah. Well that I wasn't on board, you brought me back. <laughs> with like the threat <laughs> the threat posed at racists that I can get on board I'm, with. I'm I'm mostly just talking shit, I but know. I would love to see it. I really I would know. love to see it. I really would. 
Um, right. Any amount we- of fun would be nice because this is all yes. miserable. Yeah. Well, and and you know what? It'd be fucking fascinating to see. And and yeah, right. I, I, yeah. Um. Anyway, right. We should we should go go off brand at this point. Um. Because we're we're already halfway there. We can tell. Um. Yeah. So, uh, if anyone wants to uh, support us and what we do, become an awakening wonder, or or, uh, or join the invisible hand, eh, eh, um, <laughs> then uh, head over to Patreon. I came up with that one. I'm very proud of myself. Yes. And, yes. Oh. That was that was that was Lauren's call, and I, I think it's an excellent one. Um, I love that it sounds like a cult as well. That, you know, joining. It's the very Illuminati. Hand. Very it's Illuminati. Great. Yeah. It's yeah. great. It's great. I love it. That mm-hmm. is going to make a fantastic T-shirt at some point. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, no, I thought about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, if you want to find us on social media, we are in most places at the On Brand Pod. Um, definitely on Instagram that way, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. TikTok, TikTok. We're on TikTok. Um, uh, if you want to, and Blue drop Sky us in- and Twitter, and uh, yeah, and we have a subreddit also. Oh, it's not us. Twitter anymore. It's X um, because because it's now a porn site apparently. Um, uh, if you want to send us an email, it's uh, the on-brand the on-brand pod at Gmail. Well, did you did you see I that know, thing of know, uh, all, all the tabs next to each other and uh, only uh, only one of them wasn't porn, <laughs> but they all Super just dumb. had an X on the I thing. Know. I know. And Meta owned the I rights can't. to X in being being in social media. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, send us an email uh, the on-brand pod at gmail.com. <laughs> Say hi. Um, I've got a couple of emails I know I need to respond to. One from Wes. I will get to you as soon as I can, my friend. Or Thank leave a voice much. message on Spotify, where yes, you can also watch Spotify. video. Yeah. Um, the link, Orally, I think, yeah. should be in the episode description in general in most places, yeah. I think. Um, uh, oh, yeah, just record something and just send it to us. That's perfectly fine. Also um, and our personal socials. I'm at Alworth Official, and Lauren is at made.by.lauren.b. Um, yeah, tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your grandma. Um, you know. Whoever you think would enjoy this, or people who you don't think would enjoy this, send it to them maliciously and see what they say. Um, <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with that as well. Um, yeah, it takes but, all kinds. Hey. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and in the meantime, we will see you next week, probably with a palate cleanser of some kind, because after this last week, fucking hell. Yeah. Um, Thank you, yeah. buddy. You did as it. long as <laughs> we did it. Um, as as long as nothing pressing comes up, which you just never know with this guy, right. um, then then hopefully it'll be something a little bit lighter. But we'll see. Uh, in the meantime, we are going to go to off brand, uh, but we will see you all next week. Thank bye. you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 bye.